Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode number... 69. 69. Play it. Don't gulp it down. Um, well, I don't have it on here yet. I don't have my laptop, so I didn't add it in. But What is it? I wanted the porn hub. Just oh. shoot it, Jacob. You fucking have it. Know it so well. There you go. He just did it. <laughs> We've reached the apex of podcasting. It's our last episode, so hope it's a good one. And we're just going to fuck all day after it. Yep. Suds and buds. This episode coming up, we are <laughs> reviewing A Quiet Place Part 2. Did it do it? I didn't hear. There we go. Great. <laughs> There's your clip. Coming up on this episode, A Quiet Place Part 2, as well as a retro review. Well, I don't know how retro it is. 2012, it's, uh, right? 2011, so 11, yeah, it's 10, ten years, years old. A decade old, yeah. You could argue. Almost old enough for Jacob to start hitting on it. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Uh, and that will be Shame <laughs> from Steve McQueen. And then uh, we also actually all watched A Quiet Place Part 1, so we'll talk about that as well. And we're also naked. Yeah, this entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> the leather couch feels terrible. <laughs> <laughs> sticking to everything. full nudity. <laughs> everything is sticking. Yeah, obviously, uh, plus whatever else we've been watching. So stay tuned. It's going to be a super sexy episode. Steamy. <laughs> <laughs> so what's new with you guys? Well, Kyle and I went climbing yesterday. Yep. First time. It was a blast. It was fun. My forearms are super sore now. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't squeeze like I my can't hold things. hands together. <laughs> I can hold things. I just can't like when I go like a full fist, that's when it really. So you can hold that, a beer. That's the difference. Yeah. You can hold a beer. How, that's, that's the most important thing. we climbed because he's just so strong that he just <laughs> used his arms to carry himself from like one to the other. And meanwhile, Jacob's wrapped up like he's 79 years old. <laughs> Man, I, I keep pulling shit. It's well, weird. he also keeps going back day after day, like yeah. every other day going. I'm going tomorrow. I yeah. know. Yeah. Learned how to belay. Kyle got a nice rope burn. Bidet. Yep. Belay. 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 Like. Like ballet with one L. Spotting, basically. No. <laughs> it's B, what? B-A-L-E-Y. Is it? Yeah. Belay. Hmm. I know. I thought it would be spelled like French. Is it B E L A Y? Uh, there know. it is. B E L A Y. Because on the Bill-A. tarps, I remember it yeah. being B E. B E L A Y. Yeah. The auto belays. Yeah. Yeah. Super fun. Can't wait to go back. Do We're it again. Then we hit up some breweries in uh, Ann Arbor. Went to Wolverine State again. That was actually the first time I've really had anything. Because the only thing I had checked in on Untapped from there was Massacre. Yeah. Which, which can, is great. Which you can listen about uh, on our Dark Knight trilogy premium. Yeah, minimum donation of one dollar. You only had one beer there. I'm pretty sure. No, Damn, did we go there? I had never been to the actual no. movie before. He, we got massacred here. On I know show. that, but I I could have sworn. No. that. I love any that other place. beer I've yeah, had from them was a long time ago before I was using Untapped. Yeah, yeah. every beer I, I had, and I don't remember it. Every beer I had yesterday was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're all above average beers. Every single one of them. I would say, yeah, they're like well yeah. above average usually. <laughs> Like they're not two and a half. Any we're close to that. It's like yes. seven well, untapped above. average, untapped which average, is three, three <laughs> five. Yeah. I think they're like like a three and a half and above. Pretty much all of theirs. I haven't had one. Hence the above average part. <laughs> I said well, <laughs> bringing it full circle back to what he said. <laughs> I was agreeing. 
and then so yesterday here's another if i would have known you guys could have used my mug club we went to um nightcap we went to nightcap a bar (laughs) in ann arbor oh and you had been there, but probably yeah, don't remember that either. So, <laughs> I was like looking at it. He just keeps looking around like, what? The? Like deja vu. <laughs> it's so weird. And I'm like, dude, I swear to God, I've been here before. And ja- and of course, Jacob has worse memory than anybody. And he's like, oh, Took really, a lot have you? You never and remembered? I'm it was literally drinking. I've been to yeah. Nightcap a lot of times. I'm drinking this cocktail that Jacob recommends. The grass or the chrysanthemum. Chrysan- yeah. And that's what I like took a drink and it was like <laughs> mind <laughs> palace. Split. That's so yeah. Raven fucking. Yeah. yeah, we yeah <laughs> that's weird. We were talking, we were talking about, about that, that yesterday. That's true. That we were talking about that weird. show. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, all these memories flooded back and I'm like, dude, I've had this drink. I've been in this bar. He's like, when? <laughs> and you're like, when? And I'm like, I think it was on my birthday. We came here. Mm-hmm. We went, we went from Jackson to Ann Arbor, came to this bar I was fucked up. <laughs> we went back to Jackson and went to Town Bar. And yeah. Jacob's like, what? We did? And I was like, yeah, I was with my cousin, Nick. We mm-hmm. all went. And I was like, I think there was somebody else, but I can't remember anything. And then it hit me. And then, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, like, oh, yeah. Because yeah, I remember that. Kyle, like, sleeping in the bar, like, at nightcap. Like, <laughs> no, he wasn't. I, no. no, he wasn't sleeping. He was sleeping. just fucked up. He just, I knew he would not remember being there. At I all. think we had one or two, and we were ghosted. Like, we were out. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember that drink exactly, because I'm like, Oh, Jacob's favorite cocktails from this bar. I better try mm-hmm. that. And then I had him like, I've I you definitely had, had two because the first one you had, it was more. Yeah. You went to something that you like knew you liked or yeah. that you knew you would like. Probably the Thai basil daiquiri. No, it was like no. the Mai Tai or Hurricane or something mm. or the, something like that. Well, don't ask me because I can't remember. <laughs> but anyway, that was we went there after and that was just. A, I think I only had a beer that night. We probably talked about that night on the show a year ago. <laughs> It was, yeah, it was almost damn, damn near a year ago. Yep, two weeks. We did stop by Hopcat also, which, again, was disappointing, like the Kalamazoo one. They only had, like, 30 choices. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, you know how Hopcat, like, if you look at the bar, it's just that thing, rows that's the of worst handles. One. And they didn't have any, I mean, like, all the handles are gone. Yeah, only, like, there was only, like, one half of it. Yeah. And that was it. The Actually, other half was completely empty. Yeah, that one's, okay. East Lansing's the worst one. Well, it was. GR's the best one. No, Detroit's way better. I don't know if I've ever. Detroit one's two stories. It. Yeah, it's I don't got think an upstairs. The East Lansing area. one's two stories. Yeah, but the 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 East Lansing one is like super modern looking, and the rest of them no, are like the Kalamazoo old. one is like that. I feel like the Kalamazoo one is the worst one. It looks like just the most like a basic restaurant. No, I meant like modern in terms of like the Style. building structure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well yeah, it's Hopcat's like glass building. windows and usually they're an old building. Yeah, there's like an old divey bar. Oh yeah, feel. I've been to the one in East Lansing. Yeah, it's they in that glass. like they have glass business. surrounding the out the sidewalk and then because the there's a Jolly Pumpkin like right across the street in East Lansing. And even though the building looks modern, the inside is now there like is. the inside oh. they have all that retro like rock art. Mm-hmm. I I've only been to East Lansing when one. That was actually the first one I ever went to. Yeah, so it's been a long time since long. you've been there. I don't even think they're open anymore. They yeah, redid, they yeah, they are. I oh. just went. They redid it too. They moved the, I think they moved the bar or something. But yeah, the Detroit one's the biggest and best. I like GR because of the nostalgia. It's got like 150 taps or something crazy. Yeah, and the, the smallest They're one is the original. They're all supposed to have like about origi- that much though. Not the GR. The original it's like does s- only has 50 like or something. <clears throat> Ann Arbor is like 75. Kalamazoo is 100. Yep, and then Detroit's the biggest. It's massive. Like they have these. You can look at the ceiling. You just see all the all the um, lines, the beer lines, and it's just, it's like in a glass case because it's so many f- lines. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. Too bad we couldn't go to the Chicago one. 
before it closed. Mm. Oh, well. It was a weird area in Chicago. Yeah, it was like Lincoln Park or something. Yeah, not like downtown or something where it probably would have done well. It looked cool. But anyway. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't like reopen that one or move or find another location because. I know because they like, were expanding like crazy. Yeah, they were blowing up and there's like, there was like, how many are there in the, just the GR area? There's two in GR. Oh, okay, two. And then yeah. the Kalamazoo one's not What's far. the other one? East. It's Grand on Rapids. Um, Beltline, right? Oh, Belt. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that one's newer. That one's the newest one, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. I've been to that one. I haven't. I haven't been to that one. Cool. Uh, all right. Well, it's a perfect segue into the beer. It if is. you want to introduce our beer, Josh, this was Josh's pick. It is. And in, in, in honor of the episode 69, we have Mikey's Little Wiener beer. <laughs> um, it's is a, or should I say Wiener beer? <laughs> True. It's the original. Oh, so this is a Vienna lager, which is the original amber lager or originated in Vienna and became one of the most popular beer styles in the U.S., in the late 1800s, these days it is the is a, our owner Michael's favorite style, so we named this one after him. Um, so yeah, most commonly known amber or Vienna lager that we're gonna be that you can associate with is Boston lager from Sam Adams. That's gonna be the closest that you're gonna get. Of course, I don't know if I've said it before, but I'm not a fan of Sam Adams like at all. So their Boston Lager is the only, I think, not palatable beer, but the only beer that I actually enjoy by Sam Adams, other than their high-gravity sales. No, I don't even like their Oktoberfest. Oh. They have a uh, high-gravity series that's called like the Third World or something. The Third World Stout, that's very, very, very good. But other than that, the rest of their beers taste like butter, and they're not very good. Butter? Yeah. So it's, it's an off-flavor profile. Who doesn't like a good butter beer? Well... <laughs> <laughs> when all your beers have the same flavor profile or something. No, I agree. They're I most, haven't had yeah. many of most of their, their beers, honestly. I only think I've had like the Oktoberfest. You've had Summer Ale, probably. I can't remember. Cold Snap. Cold Snap, which is what literally it's the like same a thing. Worse, <laughs> it's a worse blue uh, moon. <laughs> they have their pumpkin beer you've probably had because you love pumpkin beers. Oh, I beers. have had that one, of course. Love pumpkin beers. They have, they have de- I mean, they're all like whatever, but Boston Lager is definitely... If I'm going to drink a Sam Adams, I'm going to drink that one. So this one. um, Also, side note, their owner's favorite style, Vienna Lager. That tells you everything you need to know about Pigeon Hill. That's a great. (laughs) I mean, literally. I'm just kidding. Calm down. A good Vienna Lager is. I got to keep this narrative going. Just like the wide sweeping vistas. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, the description reads beautiful reddish copper color with a malty, slightly toasty aroma, a rich malt complexity and slight toasty nutty character are balanced out and just enough hot bitterness to avoid becoming overly sweet. Also, we're looking at a lager, which is already going to knock down the sweetness. So I think that Kyle's going to, if, if Kyle's going to like any type of Amber, it's going to be a lager. lager. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And we're looking at five. Amber ales. Gross. I had an amber lager yesterday, didn't yeah. I? Yeah. Uh, no. Wait. I thought was it was. Oh no, that no, was the time you had before. Like a IPL, and that then was the time before. Would you get Gulo Gulo? No. Oh. I, really I had, had Gulo. cubed Gulo. Gulo cubed. 
Gula Cube, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> it's good too. I had like very good. Baron Ma- Mater. I think Baron Mater. Baron yeah. Mater. Yeah. Your, the first one you had was really good. The second one you had was okay. And Tundra King. That was, I've had Tundra King. That's good. delicious. Yeah. yeah, that's an IPL. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's a good. Five uh, percent ABV, twenty-five IBUs. So right where you, where I would expect it. Um. Yeah. I think that's everything on it. Let's. Pop it open, but don't gulp it down. Pigeon Hill, we've had. Uh, Fuck. This is the first one on the show, right? Mm, yeah. Because yeah. Really? I've only had Pigeon Hill two other times and it wasn't on the show. So this would be the first Pigeon Hill. So you should say that they're from Muskegon. Oh, yeah. Michigan. Sorry. Yeah. Duh. Muskegon, Michigan, Pigeon Hill Brewing. Amazing. Well known brewery. Not amazing. They're 0 for 2 for me. Exactly what I would expect. Yeah, it's, a, it's an amber. <laughs> no, it doesn't taste like an amber. It tastes like an amber. But is it good? Yeah. Stylistically, I'm still working on liking it. ambers more. They're fine. Like, I've never had really, like, a bad It's amber. something, like, if you want something light but has a little bit of roast to it, that's an amber. But we always, grow um, in the beer world, I was bartending there for... Uh, X amount of years. Old people, right? No, we always call it like a non-committal beer. <laughs> you're not committing to anything. You're not going light. You're not going dark. You're just kind of like on the fence about it. Oh, what's what? What sounds good? It does. Let's have go to right be in the middle of the road and fucking drink an amber. It has to be a lager. Yeah, but like uh, even then, I would rather have like a session or. Uh, yeah, but then you're committing to hops. You're or committing to fucking you, malt and not really. Uh, it's pretty slight malt. Yeah. Really crisp on the end, though. It doesn't finish like an amber. Yeah, it's like that's yeah. the lager, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Not the amber. <laughs> this Solid. is drinkable because it's a lager. It's not bad. Yeah, not I smash, I just smash 20 of these. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, right. This is a one and done. Yeah. <laughs> no shot, bucko. <laughs> oh my well, good God. thing I got three more in there. Keep them coming. <laughs> it is fine. Like, I'm I'm not yeah, shitting not on bad. it. It's a three, two, five. It's. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty fair. Average is 354. So I think that's high, but it's still solid. It's all right. If that's what you want, if that's what you're looking for and you really love that, you know, it might be better, but I don't love Ambers to start. Non commitment. It's a lager, so it's a little bit better. But yeah, it's not. It's not as good as this Natterday Awaken, but. Yeah, I might switch to the Natterdays halfway through. I don't know. Could be colder, too, for me. Yeah, it's not it's ice cold. You grabbed it from the cooler, and then we had yeah. it in the fridge, so I don't know why it's not cold. Well, there's also, you like yours, take the average temp and subtract six. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Um, So, I was thinking about how we should do this, because we all watched the first uh, film in this sequel now. Duo, part two, part one. Duology. Whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> Series. There's going to be a third, of a course. biology. <laughs> okay, so I guess we're going to start with A Quiet Place, part one, the OG. Uh, normally this would go in what else we've been watching, but we want to talk about things in the in this that happened in this movie when we review the second one. So I think it just makes sense to start here. So... Quiet Place came out in 2018, uh, written and directed by John Krasinski, 
Also, let's see who else. Who has a writing credit on this thing? Brian Woods. They Scott created the character. Beck. No, screenplay. I think they, and they story. created the characters. Mm, okay, story and screenplay. So that's what we're going with. Scott Beck and Brian Woods characters. That's the second one. Yeah, I'm looking at the first one. Are we talking about the first one here? Maybe. Yeah, we are. So let me fucking read this. Scott Beck and Brian Woods, uh, story and screenplay, John Krasinski, also written, directed by John Krasinski, stars Emily Blunt, John Krasinski, uh, Melissa Simmons, Noah Jupe, and that's about it. And the plot synopsis reads, in a post-apocalyptic world, a family is forced to live in silence while hiding from monsters with ultra-sensitive hearing. I think everybody's seen or heard of this movie. They know what the premise is. It's been out for three years now, so... I think we can kind of just get into spoilers as well. We don't really need to avoid anything no. for this uh, for this movie. So, what do you guys think of A Quiet Place Part 1? There, For me, there's very little it does wrong. It's, I mean, it's solid at worst in parts, and just the concept itself was pretty new, especially at the time. I mean, it's basically... I don't know. Uh, other than what Bird Box or <laughs> that was way that was after, and that has nothing to do with here. I know, but it's kind of like in that losing one of your senses with a creature that can kill you by using that sense. Basically, I don't know. Bird Box ripped off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was another one that was even more similar. But anyway, yeah. I mean, it looked good. It was acted well. I mean, <laughs> it's hard to say with like a lot of writing and such because there's not too much like talking other than, you know, I mean, acting because there's not a lot of talking in a lot of parts. But when there was, it was good. I, I just don't have a lot of bad to say about it. It was enjoyable and I had a good time watching it. And it was an interesting concept that was pulled off very well, especially by a relatively inexperienced director to come out with something like that on his second Attempt, right? First. Mm-hmm. I thought you said he made a no, movie. Howler was after this, right? Or was it? It was right before. Yeah. The Howlers or so something. His second movie, and it blew up to great success off a relatively low budget, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. So we were, I looked it up. It was like $20 million budget and made like $350 million off yeah. of it, which yeah. is insane. Probably yeah. one of the highest markups. It's got to be. Yeah. And I'm sure he had a lot of pressure going into it just by name, value alone, him and his wife, like super well known. I don't know if there was pressure going into it. Mm, I don't know. If there was, I mean... Yeah. I thought he did everything competently well and it was... Yeah, it just... uh, Overall, a really good movie. Intense. Satisfying. Great, like, summer-type blockbuster movie. Yep. Yeah, we're looking at 17 to 21 million, making 341 million. It's huge. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I I love this movie. I loved it the first time I saw it. I honestly um, didn't even obvious. I mean, we were into we were into movies, but we weren't doing this because this was three years ago. Um, but even then, there was elements about it that I loved. And um, now that we do this, I've those elements were still there, and it still very much um, surprised me. And like, I was very. Um, 
I was I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, it's it's the sound editing, the sound design is amazing. I think some of the set pieces in it, just the way, and like the whole movie, you know, you can somebody, one of us three were trying to poke holes in it, and every time the hole got poked, yeah. it was sealed back up by tight knit writing. <laughs> And Kyle <laughs> Kyle's gonna hates on it because he read some blog one time that said that and he agreed with it and that's what he's gonna read from. It's not his actual words, it's somebody <laughs> None else's. None of the words he says are, are gonna be his. Um it's all speculation, okay. But um it did there's a lot of elements in this that they could have given away with exposition and it didn't. Look at Kyle. I knew he's gonna You're gonna, he's gonna talk about the newspapers and the whiteboard. But Genius. that's not explicitly <laughs> saying it. You could have exposition in other dumb movies that Kyle loves too. That's explicitly say mm-hmm. what is going on. You we don't even know where these came from. Still, you know the first movie you don't find out where they came from. They just you don't have. There's no origin story. There's just they just show up and they're there. And you the fr- front of the movie it you know it starts off they're walking and then the fucking kid gets killed off rip by the monster and it's like. Oh, that's how we're gonna settle into this. Yeah, movie. Like, like I mean, it was buckle up. Once we get to the second one, like some of the similarities between the two. I mean, obviously, they I would say they're pretty wildly different in scope, but yeah, the approach definitely is like starts are a little similar. Not, I'll get to it when we yeah. get to the second one. Yeah, um, but yeah, um, yeah, I I think that you know this is definitely. Um, more enjoyable in the theater because you do get to hear more elements and um, you get to see them. We also did watch this on Hulu, which had stupid ad breaks that every time there was a tense moment, there'd be some stupid um, break in the tension. But um, just just going off of the original and even with all the ad breaks and stuff that we had to kind of suffer through, I still think that this is like a very technically sound elevated horror movie that works extremely well Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that so because like I rag on this movie all the time it still doesn't mean I hate it because this is just like a completely average watchable movie but it's like I wish that it would play into kind of how dumb it is because of like how logical there's there's just so many problems with this movie and premise and setup like it's completely reliant on the gimmick which is fine, but like there needs to be some better writing and like, you know, close up those those plot holes because I would love to hear plot holes. OK, Name like one of them. <laughs> well, let me just finish my general thoughts and then we can dive right into it because, yeah, some of the acting is good. I think Noah Jupe, I like him a lot in Honey Boy. I think he overacts completely in both of these movies. Yeah. He's probably the worst the girl is good. Emily Blunt is obviously good, and John Krasinski's good. But I don't know why he. Maybe it was just the direction, like Alma Harrell or whatever, pulled a great performance out of him in that. A more subtle performance, and in this, it's like, okay, just really go for it. And he just over emotes and overacts in every scene. It's so cringe. But, uh, yeah, like everything technically is is pretty good. Um, the music is good, although I think they use it. I think the song like choices where to put music sometimes is a little off. They don't love. And um yeah, I mean it's looks it looks fine. It's not like blow me it's blowing me away or blow anything me. with its <laughs> visuals blow me up to sixty nine. Um 
but yeah, it's it's just really like the plot and the all of like the just holes in the logical nature and everything in this yeah. film. Like there's only one. Everything thing that- is done. Everything is done and constructed for scenes and for setup. Like it doesn't ma- it doesn't matter if it like makes sense really. Yeah, I felt that a lot with this one too, but. At the same time, I just kind of accepted that this was the movie that he was trying to make, right? And he wasn't trying to make something that was super... Like, he was making, like, a typical horror movie that was, like, what Josh was saying, that's elevated, right? He wasn't trying to be, like, super realistic or super, like, thought and detail-oriented. It was more just like, yeah, here's just an enjoyable, good time. Like, Yeah, but now you're going to build a universe because it was so successful from that, and it's like opening more questions and opening these doors that's just a huge problem like well i have one my only plot problem is if we can are you done with your general impressions here is what is the purpose of these things right so they like just kill people (laughs) most living most living things like are yeah exactly do they they what do they do? Them. They just kill them. For yeah, because no there's so many yeah. dead bodies that are just like decomposing. They're not gone. Like they would eat them. Yeah, if that's what their intention is. And they kill animals because too, they seem to right? just go off of instinct. They're not like intelligent beings where it's like, but their goal is to kill f- in order to take over. It's like just to hunt. Mm-hmm. And in that case, they would eat them. Eat people. But they or aren't. It doesn't seem like they do. No, they don't. That's so that's they literally just like maybe they only kill eat what things. they need. I don't know. Like that was the, that's the one thing I never understood. It's like, like it do, never shows them eating. Like it could just do one scene of like one eating some person. You'd be like, oh okay, but it seems like they just kill to kill. Yeah. And then it's like, well, so what I think is they their have to point? Keep it, they have to keep it in the PG thirteen realm. So again, we have to throw out logic and everything because this is how, this is the movie that we want to make and we got to make the most money. So PG thirteen is that. Yeah, audience. but you could show them eating a person and have the person like covered by like Probably. a car or something. No, you don't even have to have it and just have the noise like, you know, yeah, there's ways around it. Like you could easily do that, but they never do that. So it's no. like, what are they doing? Maybe we'll learn. We don't learn <laughs> the second one. No. So in the first one, now that they have a second one, it's obvious that the first one is all basically set up, which is fine. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but in terms of like plot details and holes and things like that, like the way that they resolve this issue, right? is so like simple that (laughs) there's like, we have all of these brilliant people, right? In the world and the army or every, every, armed forces of every country because this is a global threat like nobody has found a way 400 days later to kill these things well see i i thought about that too but this is in the second one now right (laughs) yeah but like i mean 400 days is not that long and the how instant it happened like it was day one happen and then everyone just starts getting killed it was like you had no time to react i mean how long did it take us to get a hold of covid right it's it's still i mean and we are 400 some days yeah so like yeah i'm sure maybe i mean we're watching this small town right okay but think about (laughs) you're comparing this to a virus that you it takes months and months to come up with a vaccine a uh 
a vaccine that works, right? That is tested and and like we have to go through all of these rigorous things to to release this to the public. This is literally just sound kill, sound kill. Like yeah, but there's devices already that. How do you know like that? They know that sound works. Other yeah. place. This is like a contained small area that it's happening in. Yeah, because like the the it's still an organization like the military or whatever. They would it, that would be found out very quickly, and there would be a way they would be sending things that like <laughs> sending i don't know but are they going to go to like the military out to exterminate them like yeah but that's, are they going to go to rural new york yeah <laughs> or like just random fucking small cities they're going to go yes. to big cities first and they're in, they're like impenetrable there's there aren't they're like skin is arm like the I'm only aware. way to kill them is when their fucking head opens up and you got to shoot them in the head yeah so we're looking at a small area that the military hasn't gotten to yet in a year. Mm, I don't, that's a stretch. You think they're going to go to Concord first, or they're going to go to Detroit, Chicago? I think they Milwaukee. would have that. I think they would have that under under control and well under a year. Do we know? I highly it, doubt. Do that. we know no. if it's? Like, we're also talking. We're in a horror movie. Yeah. This is fake. But I'm saying, do we know if it's actually like widespread or if it's only affecting this area? No, exactly. There's, there's, there's things that come down that you see that come down out of, like into the sky, right? They would, that's another thing that would, they would be able to see where they are coming down and like, all of that. They would, they would actually see that before. It hit. They did show it. It hit that. I'm saying China. we would know if something was coming into Earth's atmosphere. We would know like way ahead of time. Also. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you have to <laughs> stop it. You can stop it. We know well, when asteroids are going to that big too would be like a nuke going off. Like it would probably destroy the whole town from like miles away. Well, in the second one, you can kind of see it breaking off. So I don't know what the actual size is when it yeah. hits. We never get to or see that. But asteroid, like the size well, it of hits, a car. It hits like that in Shanghai. Huge. They thought it was a bomb that hit. Yeah. It says that. Another plot hole. Boom. Fixed. How? How's it fixed? What do you mean? Because he just said it sound, It would look, sound like a bomb if it went hit. No, I never hit. said it didn't. I'm just saying. I know, but even if you <laughs> ask that question, you say it would look like a bomb. He literally says in it, it looks like a bomb went off in China. Boom. Airtight. No. Um, and like the army thing, that's like the biggest thing because this is just, it's just so illogical how it happened. But there's like everything that they. I forgot we watch horror movies for logic. Yeah, I mean, well, he wanted to be elevated horror, then that's it what, is elevated. No, then that's what it, that's what it recalls. We for, could then. you could it argue the witch is fucking the witch and the lighthouse are like not feasible. You a guy doesn't turn into a fucking octopus. It's not playing in the in the realm of this is playing like in the realm of realism. Like that's completely different. How is it playing in the realm of realism? So is it's saying the that witch isn't is playing in the realm of realism too. No, it's not. It's a it's it's a fucking what do you mean? It's like New England in 1600s. Yeah, but it's... It's not like fucking a made-up country. It's, okay, so... Well, it's the same thing. It's saying that, like, yeah, if witches were real, then then this is what... Then that's what would if happen. If aliens like, were real, maybe this is an alien race that comes No, because if them. aliens were real and they came down, then the army would do this. That's what I'm saying is, like, yeah, let's... Hypothetically, if witches were real, that's we how the events... don't know how many there are. That's how the events in The Witch would play out. If aliens were real and they came down and this happened, that's not how the events would play out. We don't know how many there are. Okay, uh, you can, I mean you can argue for it all you want. It's still there's it's small still town New York. It it's not, not a ma- it's not even close to a massive plot hole. Yeah. It's literally not even close. It's to terrible. It. No, it's not. 
because we don't know how many there are. Obviously, there's a lot because it's wiping out the entire like state of New York already. Like, how do you know that? Also, they never say that because they're you're in buff or they're fucking in the uh, that um they're where outside of New York. It's it shows like the map of where everything is, and they hit okay. they attack Shanghai, China. Like that's a huge city. They never say how many people die. <laughs> They said the the deaths are immeasurable. It literally says in the fucking news. Yeah. No Did you kidding. even watch the movie, Kyle? I don't yeah, think. You're I saying, think you're just trying you're to nitpick like the movie it, the whole you're time. You're saying it wiped out all of New York, and it, they, there's no. We don't know how much. It, we don't know the widespread of this because we're focused, hyper focused on a small area. I'm aware. Yeah. I'm aware. So it could be. It could be massive. It could, everyone could be dead right now. I, like, I think I see what you're saying. So like, let's say there's like. Bring your scope in. We don't have. We don't know if the military is killing these people. But it look could how be. many much damage like one does. Like, can you imagine? Like, let's say it landed down just immediately in a giant city, and there's, and there's like a thousand of them. Of them. It like doesn't the, matter how the many speed there of are. Which they kill people. You think the military the, can just be like, "Oh, we know, we know this creature. We know how to kill this thing instantly. Let's in just shoot it with bullets, and it doesn't days, kill them." Yes, I think they would know in less than two months with how easy the solution is. But they're getting killed like instantly. Okay. There are newspaper fucking printings the same week, obviously, because who's running a newspaper months after this happens? Who the fuck knows? They know it's sound. They would they would immediately start experimenting with all kinds of sound on these creatures immediately. And how they're going to that's how, how they're they're gonna it works. It. <laughs> according to you, they're everywhere. Yeah. What if they fucking are killing everything before they can even test it? Yeah. Against the military. No, it's stupid. Saying the military is like, okay, King Kong fucking destroys the military. I think the military would find out a way to get King Kong in, in raps. Yeah. <laughs> the military can't f- just isn't the answer for everything. It's That's like the stupidest like convenience of all time. Oh, the well, this movie uh, exists, but the military did it, so there's no reason to even continue this movie. Bird Box fucking, they figured out that it's sight, so Never they found Box. a way to do it. Could not tell you how bad how bad but what i'm saying is we're what this movie you're not watching this movie because you're like oh this movie like military is gonna save us all i'm not i'm saying that's that i'm saying that's one of the many like i just just suspended my disbelief yeah you have to though so because since we never see like i mean there is so much of that like oh i mean this again we're getting to the second one (laughs) this is all the second one but we're like reviewing them together, I guess. But like, don't talk about the second one then. Well, I'm just saying there's so many conveniences, like we like to say, right? Yeah. Where it's like this would, I mean, oh, at this exact moment, this exact thing happens to them at the exact same time. Like, yes, that's completely unrealistic. That's the genre. It's so entertaining that I'm okay with that because obviously that would, I mean, the chances of that happening at the exact same time and you know in that exact way. The chances, of this, the chances of this overall but thing happening is... It wouldn't be as enjoyable otherwise, right? If they tried to like explain it more or yeah, do don't, more. Like I said, I don't want to origin just like story to think these things. that this is a small thing. It's only affecting these people right here. The, maybe the rest of the world already figured it out. Okay, even if, you take the, even if you take that out of the scope, because that's all... Let's say that's all off-screen happening. Look at what's happening on screen. They... They know so much about these things. It's been over a year and they there's so many things that they could do like to avoid these situations or get out of these situations. It's like, why don't they live closer to a sound, a constant sound? Or why don't they have a running constant sound that will help 
dampen their sounds. Like what? what? Rain. Water. You can't constantly make rain. To the river. River. I mean, they have they have all of the yeah, technology can, that we have now that makes sounds like... I would live right next to a river. Or that waterfall. Or the waterfall. Yeah, because literally you have fish, you have water because it's fresh water. You have energy if you want to create like a a water <laughs> wheel or something like a turbine. Like you have everything. So right these by are the things river. that are happening on screen where it's like, yeah, we're watching these events and sure you can build tension, but it's like in this universe I'm watching them. It's like, well, why don't you just do this? Then it just it takes you out of it if you're constantly questioning those things. Yeah, but thing is, I wouldn't be able to do any of those things. So yeah, how are they gonna do it? How do they do anything in this universe? I mean, they do quite a bit. I mean, it's the like house you're doing, is already built. Yeah, you're doing all of this work. It's like, why don't you focus your efforts into something that's going to help you? Because you're making your. How do you build a house creatures? without power tools? And how do you without banging nails and shit? Well, next to a river, they wouldn't be able to hear. Right? It would be louder. Yeah. They, you're telling me a hammer isn't louder than a running water? That's no. I mean, he screams a like yeah. by he yells a waterfall. At the top of his you can't build a house on the side of a waterfall. <laughs> it, it doesn't have to be the river. I mean, the, I'm saying there's so many things. To create sound, constant sound. You also right? have to deal with power. There's no power in this place. That's what I was saying. Water. What do you mean? They have their, power. They, their their house has power, but like the town doesn't, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, d- anywhere, like I mean, a lot of places have power. It's like the island has power. In the second one, what? How the fuck do they have power? Well, they have a power grid. It's an island. It's a inha- it's a habitable or habit. There's people there. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like a, it's like. It's like going to fucking Cape Cod in Boston if there's power on the fucking island. Mackinac Island has fucking wa- power. I'm not saying how does an island get power. I'm saying there's... It's, it's a self-sustained community. Solar. <laughs> from what? Where's the electricity coming from? The same Solar. place as an island always gets power. Oh, like fucking consumer's power plant? Who's running the power plant? But there's still people on the island. <laughs> like 50. Yeah, they just <laughs> have a constant... Okay. You can't build a house Very next tight. to a river with fucking noise. We're talking about a, a, a. You're saying a hammer is louder than a running river or running water, right? You start banging a hammer against the. It's gonna echo through the trees. You're gonna hear a hammer. I mean, I'm sure they built some stuff. What? I mean, there was like those lights they had set up and everything. You can you can hand screw in eye hooks. Maybe you just use screws. <laughs> use a screwdriver. It take you forever to build anything. It's okay. Like so you can't drill, build. Okay. So like you want them to build drill. a. So you want them to do that in a hundred de- in a year. You want them to build a house in a year. You don't need to build it like takes, a two story. In modern, techno- modern technology, it takes us more than a year to build like a house. They could like a shack or something. Modern technology, have, we can bu- we can barely build a full house in a year. Have speakers that have running yeah, water or rain yeah. playing all the time. They because, don't. They don't care if it's a constant sound. What? Have speakers or something that plays a consistent sound at all times. Like white noise, like shh. Yeah, but then you still have to make that louder than the the hammer and nail. No, they already have the house. I said speakers. They already have the house. So why don't they have a some sound barrier that is always playing consistent sound that keeps them away so they can walk and talk and do normal things inside that barrier? They just put themselves in these situations, and it's like it takes you out of it because you're it doesldn't wondering. Take you out it's of a gimmick. It. It's the universe. The whole it's thing the, is relying okay. on this on this no, and sound, you, and you, it's like <laughs> you can't you can't just watch it and be like, 
Oh, well, yeah, because... Yeah, well, I mean, can. you can't... Yeah, some people can, but... The vast majority <laughs> of the... 89... 90% of the people that watch this movie are like, oh, how about they just run static noise the whole time? You could say that in every single movie you could nitpick and say, why didn't they just do that? Game over. Yeah, if it doesn't... If it takes you out of it, then it takes you out of it. Every... Every... Annihilation... Why didn't they just not go into the fucking bubble? They would have been fine. Just move away from the bubble. You're good. No, it was expanding. It's not to stay alive. It's to... Oh, it's expanding. Just keep moving further and further away Because from their it. goal... Because you're talking about the sole purpose of surviving. That's not their purpose. Their purpose is to study it and to figure out why. And why study s- it? Why not just get away from it? You know what kills everyone. Just move away. Because their goal it. is to stop it. <laughs> the goal is What to is survive? the goal in this? To survive. Exactly. So there's so many things that they could do to survive. To survive to stop them. <laughs> yeah. It's okay to. You well, can nitpick every <laughs> single movie we've ever watched and saying, eh. "Oh, it doesn't. Ma- that's not logical. Why would you do that? I don't Why don't they just move? Ev- name one movie that you can't nitpick about that. About what? Anything. You could literally nitpick every single movie. I'm not going to say anything because you're just going to create a nitpick. It's fine. Exactly. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Every <laughs> no, movie I mean, you're has to create this. it, even though it's not like every single matter. movie has this. Every single one. Mm-hmm. 2001 obelisks. No. Where do they come from? Why don't they? Do, why don't they just move away from the obelisks? Yeah, you're getting. That's would, what I'm saying. Every <laughs> every single movie you can fucking p- pick apart, but either you're in it or you're not, and you weren't. But that doesn't take away from the fact that sure, it's a it doesn't make it a bad movie because you weren't sold by it. To me, it does. So that's what I'm not arguing that you have to hate it. I'm just saying that no, you're I'm arguing that's you a bad movie because yeah, you I'm couldn't you buy why. into it. I didn't say bad either. I said it's completely average watchable. Just saying. This movie is based on the premise that these aliens kill everything in sight, and that's Which the movie. A, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So fucking every element that's around it, every element that's in this small community makes sense because it's there. It's it's well, tight knit because everything. Yeah, is, like I said, if you if you want to call are, like the army thing in epic, yeah, but then. When you when you look at what's happening you know, that's on screen, what when you look at what's happening on screen, it's like, well, why don't they do this? And there's, there's a bunch of questions raised, and yeah, even the actions, like even the kid, the starting starting off, like it's been over a year, and he just grabs this toy that makes noise, and then when it starts making noise, like he doesn't even react to it; he just holds it there and stands he's there like an idiot. Two years old. Oh yeah, he's two. <laughs> yeah, do you know what a two year old looks like? Okay, three years old, <laughs> four years old. Who gives a shit? Sure. You know you're nitpicking a four year old with a rocket ship. I'm just saying. Oh my not goodness, nitpick, Kyle! That is a nitpick. No, that's literally the definition of a nitpick. It's not, but yeah, I just have a lot of problems like that, and it uh, takes you out of it. And I, uh, oh, it's not he has as, a, a problem with a four year old playing with a rocket ship. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I can't wait to like. We can do this for every fucking movie. Go for it. I will. Okay. Yeah. I do think there is like a lot of things like that, but I just accept it. Yeah. If that. you accept it. Cause there's a, I mean, I love cheesy horror movies in general. At least you acknowledge it. Yeah. I love cheesy horror movies and the, yeah, there's a lot like most horror movies is like, why did they go upstairs? Like now there's trapped upstairs, you know, that's just goes with the genre in general. And, but it, this thinks it's above the genre. No, it doesn't. I don't. It it didn't feel like pretentious to me. No, though. no, yeah. not that, not that much. Yeah, like it did feel, but I felt like more. He's just like competent director doing something that's. But that's what I'm saying is like in in most horror movies, it's like supernatural, right? Or yeah. 
like I don't know so some of them are like goofy but goofy on purpose whereas this is playing like in that realm of realism like it's trying to I mean I don't know what what else is supernatural other than aliens but well there's I mean that's literally supernatural out of the normal okay anyway aliens are supernatural I mean aliens like if he's saying that this would exist or could exist that it can't this would be he's playing out in an alien invasion scenario or not even invasion who knows what's happening See, but you know i think that if any alien species was advanced enough to be able to travel light years in order to visit our planet they'd probably be extremely peaceful because you know as we evolve and go further we don't know if there's an evolution higher we become more and more peaceful so what they'd probably just join in it would be more like a rival if it was like realistic maybe it was Mm-hmm. But I feel like these ones specifically weren't like an alien race that was traveling. I think they were like on an asteroid or something that just happened to crash. And they're just this weird could be that creature that just kills. And I don't know what they used to eat on their asteroid <laughs> or if they need to eat. Who knows? Maybe they're solar powered. I don't know. Sound powered. Yeah, something. I mean, my biggest thing is just like, but I just chose to accept it as, you know, for what it was, is the, like, their point, their purpose. <laughs> like, why are they just killing? Mm. And I don't I didn't know, even think about that. Until again, the do one. they, like, kill animals, too? Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing is, like, there's, it never shows the sound like animals, is, like, yeah. there's things constantly making sound that, you know, why don't they get drawn this way or that way? Maybe but they do, and it just doesn't show, but... Well, like in the second one, there's a scene where it's like literal chaos is happening right outside, but he's slowly walking next to this building, like listening. It's like they literally just attacked. There's yeah, we'll get into that in the second one. But yeah, this like if you're going to have this be the premise and the gimmick of it, like, you know, establishing this this whole sound thing, which is a good idea. It needs to be consistent and like always be thinking about that you have to always have that in your head every scene you shoot and every scene you write or else it just falls apart like well now there's inconsistencies and things like that which also would see take and out of it. that's totally true which is why this movie will never be like a five star for me well or even here's your answer kyle and yeah. one clipping of the and the other news clippings um shows that the monsters destroy the military there was apparently a battle between the u.s military and the monsters and the u.s government lost Boom, bitch. Yeah. Answered. That would happen. <laughs> Kyle, you think our military is fucking like all powerful? It's spread out. It's so we have the largest military all of any country. World, yeah. We're spread so far out. Exactly. They, they, so why wouldn't that be makes it actually that's even worse. That's terrible writing. They make it sound like it's a fucking medieval battle scene where one army stands here and one army stands here and you fight until they're dead. How does it say that? That's not Oh, the, the monsters in the government had a standoff, and now they the, the military's dead. That's literally what it says. It says that the, you, there they was had pro- a battle, and the military lost. There was maybe a battle. Yeah, that's so stupid. Like, we would not... Do, that's not even how and it And the monsters either. have also been traveling all over the world. Boom, we, had, we know that. Another answer to your question. To what question? Saying that they destroyed everything that... Sh- they were probably... had were Sent the military out to shoot these things and kill them. And the things won. Yeah. I mean, I don't... Yeah, war of the worlds. War of the worlds. You send the entire military... Every soldier, everybody that's in the military, grab a gun. We're going to go That's what you just them. said. That's what you literally just said. You were like, why did they just send the military out to kill him? 
And they because did do that. And they no, lost. I told you they no, would he know. Was like, they why would find that, one thing. Why can't the military have figured out? Exactly. It would go to R and D. They would figure, figure this out in and one they would, year. Yes. Four hundred days time. They would know. They would know their weakness in under two months. They would have a solution. Well, what in if under they six. got destroyed in two like, months? This is where. Yeah, that's the key. There is like, yeah, if it just happened so quickly, they like landed they and started like ripping through shit, lightning yeah. fast, and like, look how fast those fuckers are. They killed everybody before there was even a chance to try and study it. Exactly. And they just got maybe dismantled. But like, if the government and the president and stuff were dead, you then can clearly see these the things army. are ripping through fucking. Then who's leading? They wouldn't be dead either. They would. They. There's things, contingency plans in place to get the most important people underground extremely quick. And they also did... Um, they would probably be underground. It, like I said, if they're tracking it through space coming to Earth, they would probably already be underground. No, actually. it was a meteor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Called it. In New Mexico. Why would you be like, oh, I see a meteor coming down. Everyone in the entire United States, go underground because there's a meteor coming in. Meteors happen all the fucking time. Yeah, but why they, would they? They why, usually they know, would know like, if it's gonna burn up or they not. Usually if it's know. gonna if it's gonna impact Earth, you, usually, what if it's in a, so what, what if it's in the desert usually, of New Mexico? They're they so that. naive if you think that uh, something coming down and hitting Earth that we would not transport. We most usually know we literally just in there was just a rocket ship that crashed, and there was gonna be debris that was gonna hit the United States. Did everyone in the United States go underground because they had a s- expected? Uh, They're not going to tell site. us. We're not the most important people. I'm telling you no, that they would already like, be. Yeah, the president and stuff. Would. <laughs> exactly. But it's a meteor that maybe it's going to hit in the middle of the desert. Are you going to evacuate the entire desert? It's New Mexico. There's desert everywhere. You're gonna, they're gonna evacuate well, we know the city. Multiple des- we know there's multiple of those coming down. Well, I'm saying with like Shanghai, no, we don't know. The with the yeah, math and stuff, they eventually knew, they knew where it would land. So yeah, they exactly. probably wouldn't <laughs> call tell them. But as soon as they see these things starting to kill people, like if it landed in the middle of nowhere. By the time it got to Washington, D.C., people would already know people are dying and the president would have been taken underground and everything. That's also if there's only one. We know that there is many. Yeah. So if there was many coming down, it wouldn't be they wouldn't even it would be stupid to even think assume that's a, that it's a meteor. Also, I would I think they would assume that it's an invasion. They're all landing around the same time. And then they would yeah. definitely. Move that's just people. where it that started. Makes, that would make it worse for me. If it was an invasion, because I just don't think, because then what would be the point? Well, I mean, I'm saying that's what they would assume and they would move people to where they need to go. And yeah. Yeah, that's way off track. (laughs) (laughs) It's all hypothetical. Yeah, I'm just I just chose to accept that like this just random creatures came down probably by accident and landed on Earth somehow and. Just went crazy. Could have been really good if there was just like one or two that came down and it was like such a rural area that they just I was zone just them thinking off and they're like trapped one in there. big meteor that broke off into landed in different places. Because mm-hmm. like when you're in the atmosphere, if it breaks off there, like one second of travel, you could be in China. One more like minute of travel, you're in the U.S. Like because the Earth is the rotation and everything. Right from that high up, you could travel hundred a uh, thousands and thousands of miles within a minute you know so that's what i figure is just like one meteor with these things that oh, were just traveling off, through yeah, space just the one. split yeah. apart and they land in different areas mm-hmm. and yeah that was one of them just landed near them because yeah if it's an invasion i just feel like that's dumb because it's like why <laughs> find no, out in part three yeah Maybe. is there gonna be a part three are you fucking kidding me yeah they're gonna milk this thing till it's dry 
but maybe he wants to do something else. It'll be directed by like Wingard. <laughs> I hope. Be I don't know. Better. Does he have any other projects like coming up? I haven't looked. It just seems Is like I don't know if he would want to be just tied to one movie series for his whole career. He already has money now. Now he can go experiment. He doesn't need more money from these two movies. No, but I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of scenes in the sp- specifically in the first one. Oh, there's the corn scene too. <laughs> Your favorite. How you wouldn't oh, sink through corn. Yeah, you could stay on top okay. of it. Works for the scene. Everything's just set up. Like I said, it has to work. Let's let's figure out what we want first, and then how we get there is Irrelevant. doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> it's all about the scene. But I really don't think it's that much of a that scary of a horror movie either. Like the, especially the first one. Yeah, there's like tension, it's but horrific, not. but not horror. Yeah, it's more like it's sci-fi. Like PG thirteen, like thriller horror. No, yeah, thriller. because the Ring and the Graduate PG thirteen. Well, yeah, <laughs> and those are wh- ho- definitely horror. Yeah, sci-fi. It's like sci-fi. You could say sci-fi horror. Sure. Yeah, I don't like. They, they didn't. I didn't feel scared during them. They I were, mean, we brought up Nihilation. I'd say That's like a thriller. Horror. Thriller. Yeah. Sure. It's like high tension, but yeah, I I never felt like horror to me. But like they set up things that are supposed to be like, or like uh, let's say she has the scene and after she has the baby right and she goes to the shower like it's there just to it doesn't make sense why she goes to the shower it's just there to reveal that like oh he thinks she's dead and then boom hand on the glass like again this is what we want to show doesn't really make sense but sure just have that play out anyway I, mean, I don't disagree yeah. I feel I felt like the second one get, especially to, yeah. was a not egregious because I liked it, but it was cheesy almost with all of those setups just happening oh, yeah, at the same time. Yeah. And then it's, I, I felt well, that's why like it almost worked. Really? I felt like it almost it's in terms was of more like the in the second one. He was like more aware, like, okay, I'm doing this for like a, like those moments that are just like, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know if he did that though. Cause he pretty much started development of this movie immediately after. True. Yeah, but it was it had to get greenlit first. So he had this one completed and then started working on that one. So it's like once you have the green lights, okay, you think it's good enough or know it's good enough to take what's in the first one. Because I feel like the up. tone was yeah quite a bit different between the two. And well, I guess we can move on to the second one. I'm, I don't have anything else yeah. to say on the first one. We already pretty much He's have been talking that, about the second one. So. Um, okay, so it mentions in Lee's notes that they don't eat the people they actually just are killing them for survival because it's a survivalist mentality oh they're afraid they hear these loud noises so they want to they do because they it's expected that obviously they're coming from a um, a planet that doesn't have light probably because they, they don't have eyes so they obviously have to see th- or hear through everything and that it's just like a survivalist mentality that they're killing because they they po- uh, the humans are posing a threat to them. But they attack anything that has sound. Yeah, like they would swipe all, at anything because it's all uh, it's all a threat. They're in a so foreign, they, if they heard if they heard one of their own like would they they take obviously a swipe at them? Kyle 
I'm just saying they they're talk, They obviously have noises that they make. So they yeah. have their own language. Do you attack another okay. human because if you hear a human noise? Well, I don't attack. I don't attack. Blindly attack anything that has. If I saw like. Well, you're also not a creature from another planet. Yeah. So the planet, the planet, that's, well, that's the other thing too, is like the sound from the planet. Like, I guess there can't be any sound there. There's obviously sound there because they would hear. There has to be like, there actually has to be like. They hunt. Would it be hyper sound or. Because there it's, the hearing is evolved. Well, I guess no, it's no sight or no light. Yeah. They've had to adapt to, there's no light on the planet. So they're kind of, well, we don't know this. They're kind of like fucking speculation. It sounds like a Reddit post, but. I mean, how else would they? Why else would they have ultrasonic? Hearing? I guess so I know it makes it's sense, also but I'm it's yeah, not explained, yeah. so it's all speculation. But like, like judging by trying to compare that to like animals on Earth, a lot of animals don't just kill because they're afraid that the other thing might kill them. Like, I don't know. They if did that back then, though. Like does way back when, we've that? evolved. No, we didn't do Creatures that. Creatures have evolved. Humans, I don't think, have ever just killed just to kill. Like they're killing to eat. Or killing mm-hmm. in defense. They're not just like going out using yeah, the energy po- to kill things. They're posing this as a threat. Because like killing things takes energy. Like you're not trying to use your energy because then you need food, right? So you wouldn't just go and try actively killing things. But are, do we have razor sharp claws in a bulletproof body? Okay, lions. <laughs> we're talking We're talking terrestrial animals that we know and understand. Yeah, and that's This is an extraterrestrial... This is extraterrestrial aliens that are coming down that we don't know how they evolved. But just logically, based on you can't base you have to use your logic on terrestrial. But what would be the point on their planet? There's no rules in other. There's no rules that we can follow on other planets because we don't know those rules. You're trying to base all your rules on what we know today in our realm. That makes sense, right? Well, but because you can't base it on another <laughs> uh, extraterrestrial. But well, we know that, like, creature. to find life, there has to be like certain like certain things have to be. So you can assume that you can it would be relatively the same. Mm-hmm. But you don't know. I mean, all life kind of like operates the same, right? We don't know. All, we don't know. We haven't found life on other planets yet. So they just but, kill. Yeah. So aliens, you can make up your own rules because they there's no rules to follow. So they just like on their planet, they just literally killed everything. No, because there. they they hunt in their planet because that's what they know. But in, but what are they eating then? That's what I'm saying. How do they? Does get it matter? Energy? Kind. I mean, kind of. Why? <laughs> They're obviously getting energy. That's that'd be bullshit exposition too. They're like, if you see them, like they can write pl- it plugging, on a whiteboard or plugging put it in the newspaper. into. <laughs> Plugging into a fucking wall or something. Then the audience would know. They're obviously getting energy from somewhere. Maybe maybe they where they're from, they don't need much energy, so they need a tiny bit of energy and it lasts them forever. No, your size like largely determines that. Here. From what <laughs> well, we know. I guess sure. You, every rule that you're basing all of this off of is the fact that w- it's all what we know like light, in, like you don't, we yeah. don't know. We've never found life like outside of the. Like if you if find I an alien, it's not going to be a one that has superpowers or that has like telekinesis. It's not like no, that's not how it's going to work. It's just like if I'm a they bullet telekinesis. If I'm a bulletproof monster that's basically indestructible and can kill anything so easily, why am I so afraid of all these 
other things that I'm killing and by in mass. Who said they're afraid of them? They're just survival. That's, survival. I thought that's where it was for survival. They pose a threat. They're getting How? shot at. It, it hasn't hurt them though, because <laughs> it's a foreign noise that they don't recognize that they don't know. So they're eliminating a threat or a potential threat. See, but that's which uh, is that's also right. yeah. speculation from somebody that's not explained in the movie explicitly. That's not said. Do you that want they them to say explicitly? Well, I'm just saying that it, until there is something, this it's that like, explanation it seems itself is that yeah. They're doing this. <clears throat> it doesn't. Ha- that necessarily isn't the explanation. No. Yeah. But it could be. It could be. But yeah. it would be dumb. No, it wouldn't <laughs> be dumb. We just explained why it kind of would be. No, I just. I mean, in this universe, it would make sense, so it's fine. But they're they're it's a foreign noise. They're on a foreign planet. That so they kill all living creatures that are on Earth because they make noise. That pose a threat because they don't recognize the noise. They kill anything. That would that makes be everything noise. that makes a noise. They do. They destroy trains. They destroy buildings, boats. When humans are in them, they de- they destroy they they destroy everything. If you turned on like if you they, like if you threw like when a the rock water at, was and it dripping, hit something, you would attack that. When the water's like dripping out of that faucet, why didn't it like attack the? They could attack the faucet. And knew what it did though. The noise of water is now, and it doesn't pull. It the wasn't trying to attack the water though. But it because it's been there a year. They could have attacked water previously, and no human has killed them in like a year. But so why are they shot at them still? and cause shot at them and cause a threat? So they hear this noise that make that they associate. But with it hasn't threat. hurt them. But you still get shot at. Water hasn't attacked them. Okay, he attacks the yeah, rocket water ship. Yeah, does kill them. He attacks the <laughs> rocket ship, swim. which the kid is holding. Nothing was going at it or hurting it, but it was noise, so he went and attacked it. That's because what he's saying. it was saying. foreign noise. Yeah, but that's what he's saying, is that any noise would technically be foreign. Other than water that they pre- they might have attacked. Birds. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just feel like that's is, a bad the explanation. The second one is a... Is I just hope there's a the rule more. I just feel like more. I hope there's a better explanation than that for it when we figure it out. Well, okay. or I hope they just don't even try to explain it and just yeah, they just attack things. It's yeah. scary. Don't make a noise. I'm okay with. I'm on board with that. Would be more yeah, more on board with that than anything else. Okay. Uh. Well, let's rate the first one so we can get into the second one. I gave it. Stars. A four out of five. I also gave it a four out of five. And I gave it a 2.5. Okay, let's get into part two. So, Quiet Place part two is also written and directed by John Krasinski. Um, Scott Beck and Brian Woods have character credits on this one. So, it sounds like this was John Krasinski's sole like writing credit. He was responsible for all of it. Uh, stars Emily Blunt, Millicent Simmons, Killian Murphy, John Krasinski, Noah Jupe, and Jimon Hansu. Uh, plus synopsis reads, following the events at home, the Abbott family now face the terrors of the outside world. Forced to venture into the unknown, they realize the creatures that hunt by sound are not the only threats lurking beyond the sand path. Let's take a listen to a clip. Okay, what did you guys think of A Quiet Place Part 2? I liked this one quite a bit, too. I liked it. Thank you. And I feel like this one 
don't I didn't like it as much and it wasn't necessarily because of what it did. It didn't, it's not like it messed up more. I feel like this one especially had a lot more conveniences in order just to be like that cinematic thing, which I'm okay with. I enjoyed it for what it was, even, you know, the end I'm like, yeah, that's badass, but it was cheesy and would not it's so unlikely to happen at so the timing. There's so many like timing conveniences in this one than the previous one, which is fine because I was already on board with the first one. So I thought I liked the multiple kind of stories that were going at the same time. And I liked the bigger scope of it. You know, you got to see more. I do think what I was talking about is the not only dangers. I thought that part was kind of weird because you don't really get their purpose. The boat scene motivations. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> what is their motivation for the way they acted? They have no like, I don't know. I mean, I get you can get like a base motivation, but it just seemed weird. And it was such a small part set up by a throwaway line earlier. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Like, again, the convenience. There's a lot of those for this one. But it was I just took it as more action oriented, less of trying to be that tension, I guess. Just more it's more like Jurassic Park, I guess. Right. Like you have. You know, scenes like the raptor scene in Jurassic Park, that's like a tense moment, but like you wouldn't say Jurassic Park is a horror movie, right? It's kind of like that. <laughs> like, yeah, there's a lot of those tension scenes, and this one was just, yeah, a bigger scope, bigger, 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 bigger. Everything was bigger in this one. And I still had a good time watching it, but, it, you know, the novelty that the first one had wasn't working for this one anymore. And so it's just didn't reach the same level as the first one to me. I still, there's not a lot to knock about it again other than you know if you want to start talking about the unrealisticness of the (laughs) creatures and their motivations and then the humans motivations but and then i mean you had a lot of the horror just like yeah that was a really dumb thing (laughs) get to that later but (laughs) i still had a, a, a good time watching it pacing felt good flew by looked good sounded good Acting was decent. I mean, overall, pretty good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I like this one exactly the same as the first one for different reasons. Like, I did, I did like the fact because you can't really do, you can't create the first one again because then it would be like too monotone. Like, you can't, you have to have your setup, and then your second one has to, you know, have more of a rising action or, or delve into the threat a little bit more the first one was basically them tiptoeing around the threat the whole time this one they're kind of more or less facing the threat head on so they're trying to eliminate the threat so like like if it was going to be the same tone as the first one it would have i would have felt almost like fatigued by it but the fact that this one is more of an action leans more into you know the the sci-fi horror element um I think that it works a lot. It worked really well, and it's a. I think it's a, exactly a perfect sequel to. What they're trying to create. I think that the, it you know it broadened the scope from just the farm. Now you're now you're, making it a little bit bigger. You're creating this world that the quiet place is, and you're tr- you're really realizing how, you know how big this, this um. Outbreak or whatever you want to call it is, and. Um, yeah, I really liked it. Um, I thought that this one 
had more of a cinematography um, style to it. I think this one had more of your transitions. They tra- liked the transitions. They liked having really interesting cool. transitions. They had yeah, a lot like of they would show one thing and then it would be in a different locale. Like yeah, completely. like him. He turned with his gun. And it was her opening the door. Yeah, yeah. Or or when he was crying and then it went to modern time. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think that this one like had a little bit more of a flair or a. Um, he was more confident. It was a different. It's a different cinematographer, but oh. his direction was definitely. You felt it kind of, Matured. evolving a little bit. the The creatures looked better. Well, the yeah, CG they probably, was a little I'm bit. I'm sure better. the budget was much bigger for this one. Yeah, they looked a little bit um more refined, and the first one they you could, I mean, they obviously still look pretty. You know, yeah, they, they just look tried similar, to show them as little. As you get a little bit more of like a, you get to see like this, sh- like their skin shine and like just a little bit different elements that they added to the. Well, you just saw them more in general, right? Know. So it makes sense that you kind of can, you know, detail them a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I think this is this is a definitely a, they're creating a world here, and I don't know how long they plan on. I feel like it, instead of another movie, it's going to turn into like a show on like HBO Max or something. TNT. It'll be like The Walking Dead, but it's going to be with these things instead. I don't know. I, don't I could know see it as a show. I could see either a... With none of the cast, just... Yeah. I could either see <laughs> in a, a, different place. a trilogy or a prequel. Yeah. Next. I mean, if it's affecting the whole world, you a could prequel. place... Yeah, like an origin story. He already showed That's like day one, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, what's I before, think before day one? What's I think be it's just going to show it, and it yeah. it could be a different, completely different area, and just how it affected. Like, maybe it's a city this time, and like, and maybe it's New York City or something like that, or some city, and it shows how it affected that, and then they move from there. Well, and that it's like be. Walking Dead or Twenty Eight Days Later for a show. Yeah, yeah. That's what I. Yeah, I. They wouldn't they'll do it in the same area. They'll, they'll make. A I mean, you, it I be, mean, you it'll could, be the same you, following them. A yeah. prequel. A prequel would be. That they, I think they're, because yeah. the first one starts in day four seventy four, right? The first one, and then the second one barely t- talks about day. The first yeah, but I don't think you need a show anymore. Yeah, unless you're talking about a bigger city, then you would be talking about the moments that led right, up. Right, but to that it. would be a completely different cast and everything. That's yeah, what the would show be would a prequel. be. To the first one, because the second one is like largely one and two. Maybe would be technically a prequel because they have to build care. Shows require more character development than most of the time. I'm not talking about a TV show. Yeah, you're right. You're saying that would be a prequel. No, I'm saying the next movie should either be a trilogy, the third one, or a prequel. It definitely will not be a prequel. That's what I'm saying, though. If you did, if you delved into the the days from one to four seventy four, that'd be a prequel because the first one starts at 473 or whatever and then this movie starts at 474 well this one starts at 1 for 10 minutes that's all you need to know yeah but if you take that day 1 and put it in another area and work from day 1 to 474 it's a prequel yeah but I feel like they've kind of already blown like then you would there's no tension there because you know you start at 474 so you know which characters are alive and if if there's new characters you're like oh they're gonna that no I think the third one would be a sequel to this with (laughs) the same characters. A TV show would be a completely new set of characters in a different area. Yes. With the same roles. And then you could start at the beginning again. Right. You could start before the beginning, like I said, to build up character and then the attack or whatever happens. And then bring them together and that's how 
their different storylines and how they are going to act together as a group to survive. It's basically like Walking Dead, but sure, it would do well. This is literally all beside the point. Yeah, <laughs> that makes that was a tangent. Uh, wait, did you finish General Thoughts? Yeah, yeah, he liked it as much. Okay, uh, I think so. Here, here's going back to what we we're talking about before. The first one is based on survival, right? That's their goal. So a lot of the actions that they do kind of almost go against that or whatever. Anyway, it just doesn't make sense. So that's where it's easier to nitpick that one. Whereas this one, they actually have uh, driving forces and motivations and goals like, and like this, we are doing this to do this. So a lot of those things, they're still the same, some of the same problems, but it's easier to forgive in this one. So I think this one is actually possibly slightly better than the first one where it's easier to watch because they have things to do. There's still all the same problems as in the first one. And this one actually brings out maybe a little bit more because they do have much more of the creatures and they, there's a lot more interaction with them. So those rules, like I said, you have to be cognizant of it every single time because you set up this universe, you set up this, uh, the rules for these creatures, every shot and every scene has to be thinking about that at all times. And some of the, a lot of scenes in the second one really don't follow those rules anymore. Again, they have what they want to show, what the final moment or impact they want to have, and then how you get there is not as important. You know, throw away the rules. Um, but I just like that they have that they split off, and yeah, they had these driving forces, and uh, the girl was a lot more tolerable in this one, or at least her character. Like she has, she is a character in this one, not just the deaf girl, the deaf daughter. Yeah, she's arguably the protagonist in this one. Yeah, for sure. Instead of, I guess, Emily Blunt in the first one. Yeah, or um, Jack. Y- yeah, okay, yeah. Jack you could argue. Sure. The parents. Definitely. But this one also, I felt like, kind of led you to be like the kids were the... Mm-hmm. At the end, definitely. The ending definitely um, assumes that or or Which presents that. Now we're going to move to the third one. It's the kids are the older and they're the main characters. Could be. Could and now be. they're like hunters. Trying to take down the, kill the, every last one of them. That'd be yeah. Fucking metal. <laughs> metal. Yeah, uh, again, yeah, there was, there. I think, yeah, the cinematography was more competent in this one. Sound was pretty much uh, the same or on par with the first. And it looked roughly the same as well. Um, having Killian Murphy also was never a bad thing in your movie as yeah, a replacement great. for John Krasinski and... I mean, I think Kelly Murphy's a better actor, just all around. So I mean, he's done. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, a Jack wider Krasinski's range more of roles. A lot longer. Comedy, rom, yeah, like rom com. He did. Kinda. Yeah, Office for like, a and decade. he was fine in the first one, you know. But you can just, yeah, Kelly Murphy has this more, presence. Yeah, he's more has yeah. more depth to his profile. Yeah. And uh, I liked him being with the girl too, and their their kind of arc, except for. I never understood, like, when she kind of has that outburst, remember? That moment, that lead, that ties up at the end. It's like, what was her motivation for saying that? Like, he didn't, <laughs> she just, like, shouts that at him. You're nothing like him. Oh. And that's like, why did she say that right there? <laughs> it made no sense. Well, because. It comes back in the end. Well, she like, just in didn't. In a nice way, but. I don't think she understood what he was actually saying at the time because she couldn't hear the conversation. 
but she just saw this guy like basically kicking him out and she saw him as like somebody that was trying to like i don't know it was just a weird she couldn't see their conversation so she was just like the whole time you can just kind of see her fuming in the background i know but like why like it why didn't there there should have been like something where he was almost mimicking or like doing something something that reminded her of him of her dad specifically and she said like you're nothing like him but it was just like a random almost outburst that just kind of came out of nowhere anyway i was like why did she say that there i remember why watching it but i can't tell you now well of course you can explain everything for these movies so basically wrote them <laughs> should have you on for the third one john says keep banging my line bro <laughs> sliding them dms um but yeah if uh and like I said, there's there's more rules broken in this one in terms of the sound. If they attack every sound instantly and like instinctually, there's like so many times where there is like a sound and they don't rush for it like they did in the first one. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you remember those moments? Well, where it's I like, felt like that a lot of time. Like during it's early on, they're being chased in that factory. He's yeah. making an insane amount of noise, but yeah, yeah it's following them perfectly. <laughs> I'm like, I get like it has great hearing and could probably hear their footsteps. But those noises are but louder than their so noises. it's making so much more noise by crashing into stuff and hitting things. Like, how does it know exactly which where they're going? Yeah. And there's other times where it's like it. And then the, the whole weakness that we found that the first movie establishes, right? In this movie, it like cripples them or it's supposed to cripple them. But then they have a scene where it's like still like lurching towards them. Like it did that in the first one. Like even when it was like weak, it was kind of, but it wasn't yeah until she met until she amp really amplified yeah. it. And it did that in this one too. When she's in the, when she was just holding yeah, it. It like, it was like just kind of the same, but it yeah. kept moving forward until she turned it on. And then it's like, yeah, yeah. that was kind of the same. Reds and blues, Jacob. Look good. I know it? you love that scene. I look nice. I saw it. I was like, your reds and blues. Jacob loves it. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. Uh, all right. What other details, problems? Are we, we're just getting, are we spoiling? Like, we're if at you that point? want yeah. to get into spoilers, then we can. Yeah. I mean, I there's mean, no more general thought. No, not really. I mean, chasing them. It That happens. Of course, it, that's going to yeah. happen in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you, you know, you're not going to go through this movie without them ever being chased at I guess all. It's not really a spoiler spoilers in this is there i mean well we did in the first review spoil that they make it to the island so spoiler oops <laughs> well you don't know who does but we didn't True. talk about we didn't even mention what the island is yeah. no just saying that yeah. when it's revealed that there is one we kind of saw that they made it there yeah anyway oh. um spoilers oops. for quiet place part two starting now yeah jacob or i have one thing yeah go ahead well you said you were gonna bring I, it up. that's what i thought you hated the doc scene with the people yeah <laughs> i hated that scene so it's set up by a terrible line of killing murphy saying oh you don't know what people are like out there you don't know what they've turned into and it's like well yeah people like they're in survival mode right Every, obviously everybody will be like that's just how they they'll turn into these you know scavengers or whatever but he literally made them like almost like cr- separate creatures like the girl was like yeah, why did they have like looking red, when she looked out? She's like, <sighs> yeah, she was like a I'm monster. Like, wait, and why did they the have like fuck? red eyes and stuff? <laughs> Malnourished. Who knows? And they maybe because they, they want to differentiate the them from normal people. Maybe yeah, they didn't go out. And also, day. like that wasn't a good trap anyway. 
because it made noise, right? So the right. scary thing was him. <laughs> he didn't want to make them. noise, but then he did exactly what I would have done. It's like, well, if I'm probably, it's not like they're going to let me go. So fuck you guys. Like I'd be shaking like crazy because then the creature's going to come. Well, leave she them wanted alone. To, he wanted to yeah, make sure that she plan. He wanted to make sure she was. Yeah, safe but what was their choice? What was their plan? Like, why would they put something that makes noise because on he, him? Because they knew that he. They just probably assumed but that could he they, wouldn't. Could he wouldn't they, want that would her be a big assumption, though, that, oh, let's hope this guy cares about his life enough to not to move too much to call these creatures here who move instantly and are going to kill all of like, us. Like, what is their no, motivation, the too? They want to kill him? Like, why wouldn't your first, wouldn't the first action that you do be, like, just bound and gag him so he can't make any noise and then kill him? Or, like, I don't get what they're... I don't, they I don't get the sound him. thing. Like, what why, are they yeah, going why, for, though? Why didn't they just tie him up without the sound? Yeah, then they are not in threat of him making noise and drawing the creatures to them. Yeah. Because they, they, because they he was with a girl. They probably thought it was his daughter. Yeah, but they had that trap set up probably. That that was a plan. Like, they didn't know they were coming and then, like, oh, That's plan. They just general, had that plan yeah. in case any human other person came. Right? They're not so, yeah, wide. that whole scene was just terrible. Yeah. I didn't like that part. I didn't mind it. It just, I get it. Like if that was more involved later, but then it was like, that was it. Like the one line led to this one scene and then it was never touched on because the next humans they met were nice, normal people. Yeah. Well, because they haven't, they right. didn't have to survive. But like, but it's not like any I other mean, part when same, humans yeah, like, came into play. Yeah. It was only that one part. Yeah. And it just, so that leads into like two things too. I mean, there's, they, they see somebody in the first movie too, somebody else that, I mean, he's an old guy, I guess, so he kind of looks like that anyway, but like, isn't that same mentality? Like, I don't know. It's just weird. I just don't like how he turned, like he had to turn these people into like a separate threat or like creature, like, and then they didn't have any dialogue. Like that was the only exchange, like something that could have been more interesting, like seeing other people that are like desperate for things, but that just scene was yeah, terrible. it could have been done setup. better. Yeah, it could have been done better, and it was really just a setup to get the creature to the island, right on the boat. Yeah, which so it sailed. and which leads us to another thing. So we find out the creatures can't swim. Holy shit! An epiphany that guess what? There's probably how many bodies of water, like how many, how much land is separated, surrounded by water. Look, like the military figured that out quickly. I'm sure they would have. I'm sure we would know that also. Another way to get rid of these or to survive, go to an island. They can't swim. Pretty simple. Yeah, but they can sail. (laughs) Yeah, they can. (laughs) If they stay, if they're on a a boat that the current just happens to take it right to the uh, Well, they they didn't use a boat. They didn't. They follow the same path. Yeah. I mean, that's feasible, but. Because they didn't turn their motor on or anything. They just floated to the island, too. Probably. Yeah, that's why I assumed. Oh, yeah, it showed it. They were in a smaller boat. They could have rode there. Yeah. No, it wouldn't matter anyway if they had a motor. They couldn't turn it on. Just wondering how smart these things actually are, because the other one just jumped straight into the water, and this one's like, I'm just going to chill on this thing. Well, they saw it. And also, in the first one, he goes, the the creature goes underwater to, and like, you don't know where it's at. It's part of like a big tense moment. He goes underwater to get to. Well, I think it can, but it probably wasn't that deep. Yeah, it was. Yeah. She was standing up in it. Yeah. Versus this one, it couldn't, it's too heavy probably. No, I know what you're saying. Like it can't, it can't tread water. It was probably like towing along the water, but 
why would it go underwater if it can't swim why would it choose to go underwater at all tension because <laughs> you can't see it underwater brilliant movie um yeah just another thing it was like well they can't swim but like, that's like a huge something that they would also the military would probably they did know. figure it out though <laughs> They did yeah. talk about that. They, that's why they were going. Oh to yeah, I know the Coast Guard set up oh, the boat. Twelve boats, but only two got out because the people they turned on each other. Because they're like me first, and then yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Which I thought that one guy was dumb. What if it didn't follow us? Such a oh, cheesy horror yeah. Mo- moment. Yeah, just to I, I think it's over my family. <laughs> like, and it drags him under. Yeah, they only open the door so much too. Like, yeah, so I'm like, why don't you shut that thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it doesn't matter if they shut her. Give not. me the key. It's like the first thing I would and just then, went did straight. Did you see into him open it. the door and then there's no key in the lock? They just like open it. I'm like, wait, did you use a key or not? Yeah, he went to the door and went and then opened the door. Yeah. <laughs> now we're nitpicking. No, I'm just key. I didn't uh, nitpick yeah. anything. I'm just saying why didn't he? Kyle is just go mm-hmm. in with them. Like right, that was the whole plan. He went that far, believing that their th- the plan would work, and then he's like, and he left his boy back, and it's like, what if it went back? It's like, why would it go back? It only attacks sound. By now, they should be quiet, right? And his kids were in the closet, so they're not going to be like ah, <laughs> like yeah. It would attack all the other people first. And the other thing is like how. <laughs> I mean, this is just applies to the whole universe, but sound only travels so far, right? So, I don't, like, they have to be within that sound perimeter to hear yeah. that. Like, so he thought they went too far away from the horn that it didn't hear, but it could still hear the people back in the town, which was way back further. We don't know right. how far it was. <laughs> it was definitely further than the car horn was from it, though. Maybe. <laughs> they were driving down a highway. Yeah, but he kept doing it the whole time. Yeah, to keep it yeah, but following it fall, them. Yeah, fall off. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I guess it was I mean, riding on pretty back fast. of it for a while. It moves, like you said, lightning quick. So Yeah, fast as fuck. Yeah, it should be able to follow that horn. <laughs> even if it's That'd not That would be louder than the people. I doubt the people the are car. still screaming after they saw it run away. They've also never dealt with them, so he doesn't know the rules of them. Yeah. What? They, they knew yeah, they the do. rules, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but not... As in depth as the other people. No, but still, yeah, they they, I doubt they're the still basics. screaming, running around at this point. They're probably exactly. hiding. Yeah, so they wouldn't be making any noise. <laughs> so why would it go back towards no noise? It would keep following the horn, even if it's further away. You thought airtight. Uh, I think that's it for me. I don't know. Yeah. Anything else for you guys? I just, I, I'm just gonna say, I, I did like the cheesy ending with the. How Loved at the it, same yeah. time she he's waiting for her to finally play the noise and it oh, happens at the yeah. perfect time and then they both kill the thing at the end. Okay, well here's another thing too. I, I like I thought they were setting that up good, but it didn't pay off like exactly as well as it could have. Uh why did Noah Jupe leave why did he leave the furnace and the baby like at all? He was curious. Yeah. Just to just to set up again, to just gotta have this scene that's set up. Because the it's baby's running movie. oxygen. Yeah, like he just goes up and starts walking around like, what is his motivation to go up there? Yeah, I he, can't, like he can't walk. That would have been like... You to see what? You know, for me, that would <laughs> have been... Looking? For me, oh that would have been like an easy one to like explain. Just he would have noticed, oh, the oxygen's low. I'm in this like industrial building. Maybe they have oxygen nearby. And he goes, I'm going to go... I have Sorry, I have to go look and before you run out. And then that would have been enough. And but then he, he just, just goes, literally look. leaves for no yeah, reason. Yeah, he's just like, here. <laughs> Yeah, and then 
never notices the oxygen <laughs> that super yeah, low. Yeah, doesn't look at the meter. Yeah. yeah. Weak. <laughs> All right. He was looking at binoculars. He was obviously looking for something or someone. Yeah, but yeah, but it could have just it like literally seen him notice that it's in red, and he's like, and then it then he goes and searches for it, like goes looking around. That's another convenience that you would have talked about. No, that makes sense. The, the convenience, convenience is him just deciding to leave. Yeah, the convenience is him leaving while the baby has low oxygen to set up this tense scene where, oh, what if the baby runs out of oxygen? But he leaves for no reason. <laughs> it's both conveniences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. him leaving and then that happening because he left is a convenience because the whole convenience would be the oxygen tank running out of water or running out of air. No, that makes sense. No, that has to happen. Eventually, if you're using it, it's going to happen. It's not a convenience. Yeah, that just happens. You drive a car, it's going to run out of gas. (laughs) (laughs) Got to get gas. It's not a convenience. It's an inconvenience. (laughs) It's the opposite. (laughs) Yeah. And then he has to go search for it because it's inconvenient (laughs) versus him just exploring with a hurt foot. and. True. Okay, now I'm done. What are you saying out of five stars? So this one didn't live up to the first one to me, but <coughs> still highly enjoyable. If this one is, if anything, more rewatchable to me than the first one, like I, it's just a fun move, ac- yeah, like action type thriller with horror elements. So I'd get, I gave it a three and a half. I gave this one a four as well. I'm struggling on this one because it's better than the first. But the first would be a light 2.5. This is either a heavy 2.5 or a very light 3. Give it a 3. Prove a point. Because you're going to go back and you're going to be like, oh, they're both two and a half stars. You have to make it to yourself that this one was better. I know. But the first one could go down to a 2 easily. No, can't. Could. I'll go light 3, I guess. Fuck it. You only live once. These exact same letterbox score so far. What? 3.8. Oh, yeah. This both dropped yeah, I think it makes sense. It just came out. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Shame. So Shame is written and directed by Steve McQueen, also written uh, by Abby Morgan. Apparently, it's a adaptation from either a French film or a book written by Harold Manning. Uh, but this stars Michael Fassbender, Carrie Mulligan, James Badge Dale, and Nicole Bahari, don't know. Uh, plot synopsis reads, A sex addict's carefully cultivated private life falls apart after his sister arrives for an indefinite stay. Let's take a listen to a clip. I can see you're very successful. You know, I think part of the secret to my success is, is attention to detail. And detail? Yeah. Play the game. What game? Okay, uh, blue or green? I like games. I like this game. Blue. Green. Green. It's green. That's brown. That's, I don't know how you change the color of your eyes like that. How do you do that wow. so quickly? That's amazing. That's amazing. It's yeah, a real talent. Detail. So, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey. This guy right here, he nailed it today. I want you to know, nailed it. You're the man. Your pitch, amazing. Amazing. Listen, we're playing a game here. Close your eyes again. Blue, green. Brown. All right, you. Hey, come on. Come on. Close your eyes. Blue. That's See, just making that up. She's just, he's just picking good. colors randomly. You can have this shot. You know what? Excuse me. You need another <laughs> shot, please? <laughs> you can put these on me. No, no, no. I, I told Thank you. Thank you. No, I haven't. 
I'll get the next one. Sure. You're a strong, independent woman. I like Thank that. You. I like cheers. that. Listen, yes. cheers. Cheers. To nailing it. To nailing it. To nailing it. Yes. <laughs> what did you guys think of Shame? I loved it. I liked it. No, I loved it. It was wonderful. Very great. Very great. Greatly great. And excellent. <laughs> There's you. his review. So, I I know some of the scenes that Kyle will love in this. Okay, I bet one of me. the things that he liked is all the long cuts. There's a lot of long cuts. This is not a movie for people who don't have a long attention span patience, because yeah, yeah patience because for me this felt which made sense when i looked more into his the uh, mcqueen, See, McQueen. Yeah, mm-hmm. that he was like an art he made like art video right not just movies and stuff like art because it felt like that like you could definitely feel that in this movie like the scenes a lot of the scenes were there they were long because they were meant to be just a beautiful to look at work versus just being a part of a film and that i love i really like really like that style this movie was pretty it was gorgeous honestly so many of the scenes were so well composed and looked great there was a nice red scene in there (laughs) some sweeping vistas just it had everything going for it could use a few more sweeping vistas it was pretty uh honed in a lot of the time but yeah, acting obviously phenomenal. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know what just some of it, maybe it was the pacing. It, there was something that kept it from being like, you know, perfect for me. I know. I can tell you right now. But I like the even the way it was shot. It's hard to cuz it wasn't like this was like a time where everything was like sequential like nice smooth movement it's more like pictures of different places in time and yeah just everything the way it worked together and the way things led to i mean it would be like not exposition right it would just show something and then that triggered you later when something like that happened so that you were almost in the same mind space as the character i have examples but we'll get to that one we're actually talking it doesn't matter if we talk about is spoilers it's oh decades no yeah so like for instance when they were she was standing near the edge of the train you know and he's like hey get back from there it was like you know just a small scene but when you see that someone probably killed themselves or something did something with the train that was like it would have been cheesier if that was her then at the train because of that scene earlier, but it wasn't. It just knocked in his mind that she seemed like she was on edge, right? And then later <laughs> led to where it was, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was just a lot of little things. And even that scene when she, you know, cut herself was something that was also alluded to earlier without explicitly showing it, right? I mean, I mean, it was just a line, right? Well, I forgot the exact line. I liked it at the time. I didn't he goes, what it. is this? She goes, I used to do it when I was younger. Or something. No, it was different. It was more well written than that. <laughs> what is that? Uh, you know. She made. She blew it off. I know she did, but what it was said, she's like, I used to like hate myself a lot or something like that. But anyway, I liked. I mean, that's a. That I, <laughs> you're forgiving that in this. No, it was better that, than what I'm saying. I just don't remember the exact. I mean, I thought it was. It. 
I just thought obvious, but I also thought this was a great way. It was a different addiction, right? One that's not normally shown usually in movies about addiction. Like we watched before Mm -hmm. (laughs) are, you know, just the drug addiction, right? That's pretty much always it. It's always drug addiction. Mm. I mean, I can't think of one off the top of my head that of that's a show depicting addiction other than drug. 50 shades of gray. That's not an addiction. Are you kidding me? It's a kink. It's yeah. not like <laughs> he was yeah. addicted to sex. Yeah, okay. Then I, I have never seen it. Lars so. von Trier literally made two, mo- two parts about it. It's literally titled. Yeah, but it's not dealing with the addiction like this. Yeah. Have you, you haven't seen Nymphomaniac then? I have. I thought at the first one. Doesn't that have Shia in it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And Charlotte Gainsbourg. I don't remember honestly anything from it, but I've seen the first one. I didn't even know there was two. Anyway, I if it did, apparently it didn't stay with me as well as this one would. It just the way it dealt with the sex addiction was so nuanced and so well done because it's not overt. Like you could take it as just like it would be so subtle, like in what he said or his facial expressions, even it, what he's actually feeling during what he's doing. And even the scene with that one girl who he worked with, it was almost like, oh, no, I actually kind of have feelings maybe for her. And I he couldn't get up, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. It's like little things shows like he has that problem that he's trying to deal with and he can't have a relationship because of this addiction that he has, which is such a, you know, atypical addiction right that can be just thrown off a lot of times and misunderstood but like for him it it's such a well done representation of this right i don't know there's just so much i don't want to go too far before you guys get your general impressions out but yeah i just thought it was such an interesting story and so real and humanizing and such a and such a thing that is difficult that I think would like drug addiction is someone something that's hard and like a lot of people will fight against like and say like, oh, you know, it's just their fault for you. Don't do drugs. They will be addicted. And it's like it's not always that there's things that can lead to that. Right. And it's misunderstood. But this like people will I don't know if it, most people will probably just throw it away like that's not a real. So thing. you think you're, you said it backward. You think drug addiction is more understood. Yeah, but said, I'm saying there are people who misunderstood. They're both misunderstood. I would say that sex addiction is way more. Misunderstood. That's what I said. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Sex addiction. He's saying addiction in general is misunderstood. Yeah, but it like people can usually wrap their head around drug addiction right, better. Or alcoholism. Or yeah, but sex addiction. People are like, I know one that's sex addiction. That's stupid. Like, but this made you feel sympathy for him, which is like a hard thing to do. Hard. <laughs> got him (laughs) (laughs) but it's a difficult thing to do and i he i think he nailed it nailed Nailed it it. (laughs) 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 go ahead um yeah i mean i think this movie obviously is very very well done i don't i technically sound and all the elements all the elements there are you know great um acting far-fetched sometimes but still very good um great a lot of reaching moments but great nonetheless um i i think that my biggest flaw with this is that i i think that the premise 
was pretty like it wasn't nuanced and I think it was it was very in your face and that was my like when you said that it was like he can't have sex with her because of the relationship but he explicitly says that in in the dinner like I don't have the longest relationships he's ever been in is four months he doesn't do relationships obviously you know but he, but he wanted to that scene. yeah but he wanted to see her again he said that too which also shows the fact that he obviously was getting feelings for her so yeah, I didn't think most that of the was, girls he just took back right away I know I or escorts yeah but what I'm saying is I think that that it wasn't nuanced I think it was very explicit I think that the the premise of this movie also hurt it for me because yeah I do think that it is misunderstood and I think it is important but it, I just didn't really care for it um I I mean I just it just wasn't something this movie wasn't something that I was like that w- I would even you know consider watching again um but like it's just it was just done so well that it's hard to like you know pick it apart at all because like the sound obviously everything was so technically sound and great that it's you know r- like I said really hard to pick it apart but just generally I just didn't like there was nothing about this movie that made me like love it or f- you know fall in love with it um I thought that the you know the whole just like broken mentality between her him and his sister was just like kind of like too on the nose and like too like obvious for me and it was just like I don't know what do you mean by I'll, obvious? What like do you a, think like what a lot of the relationship was? A lot of the just a lot of it just felt like pretty cliche and like like he's a he's a a a New York big big name in New York that's like got a lot of money and he's rich and successful and he has this deadbeat sister that's a dependent on him that's a a singer but that that's can't not make ends it, meet. So it's like yeah he has everything but he's he's like dead inside like he had literally you can look at and be like why this guy can't be unhappy right he's successful and that's also another another thing that's been done multiple times that's very not original like like it's like a lot of a lot of movies have rich guys that are sad and dead inside like it happens all the time yeah but the cliche would be like him like coming around to his sister like them building a relationship or like him getting into a real relationship like that would have been the cliche but it yeah, doesn't but, fall into any of but those the, no, but the lead up and all his character development is. is is very cliche to me the what everything that he is and everything that he represents is cliche to me because it's been done so many times like when 50 shades of gray i just named it my it's god same exact fucking that story. is not that movie sucks though like to you i didn't say this movie sucks obviously but the idea and the premise and the and cliches that, that fall along with it are in 50 shades of gray he's a rich mogul that's a very successful that has a hard time getting relationships and he's addicted to sex and he's unhappy and, and it, he's unhappy and very extremely unhappy yes and it shows it in a nuanced way that's well done that you can i actually, didn't say did you have sympathy that. for it and he wants he builds a relationship with the with the protagonist with the girl like that's what he wants eventually because he eventually 
Yeah, so it's not the same, and it's not even like. Did I say it's the same? It's the same. That's not. You said it's been done. It has been done. It's not going for the same thing either, though. I'm not saying that it is, but it's the same lead up and the same bones. Everything has been done. It's the way it's done. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that this is done extremely well. I think it's a very good movie. Obviously, I rated it very highly, and I think that everything technically was amazing. I just don't think. This premise, this movie didn't do anything for me. And that has to do with... I think you meant the nuance, though. I didn't. I got everything that needed to be taken out of it. Clearly not. It was clear as day for me. Clear as day. Nothing he was doing was making him happy. But it's I could get that from any movie. But it's not just that it didn't make him unhappy. It's this tragic story of him, his character, like, burning out of, spiraling out of control. Like before he starts relatively in control of everything and throughout it, you see the dismantling of his psyche. Like because his sister, his broken sister came in. No, she's been around many times like that. He was, said he hadn't seen her in years. Yeah, but she he has lived forever. Actually, and he's broken. Time. It's not, what do you like? What? I'm not she doesn't not come broken. in broken. She's broken, too. She's literally fighting with her boyfriend like. She came in and out of, uh, very broken. Yeah, that's why, why she's think, there. Why do you think she wouldn't be there if she wasn't broken in the first place? She got kicked out know. of the house. That's why she's there. Yeah, but it never comes across as she's like a f- complete failure or anything. I guess. Are you I kidding me? She says she goes house to house. She doesn't have anywhere to live. She cuts her wrist. She tries to make ends meet. Fucking. No, singing. she used to cut her wrist. She makes her ends meet by barely by singing. That's not known until after, like she later, says though. it explicitly. Like, yeah, but like no the reason home, that she she's there, she says she's there to visit, and then it's not known until later because she's always it's like the, the next scene. She's like the uh, not the opposite, but you know she is. She is uh, like optimistic about everything. I and think like, it's literally the next scene that she's literally crying to her boyfriend, saying "I love you, I love you." It's the scene after she gets there. Instantly, you know that she's there, not because of. She'll visit. It's because she got kicked out. I don't know about that. I, you bring up the scene. She's it's really she could have left because they got in a fight, though. It doesn't mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you you got to, you can put two and two together. Yeah, but that's just I mean, the big 2020, picture, so. though. Like, there's also you're not going to change my mind. Like, this is what it is. It, it like you explaining it to me not going to make me like the movie any more than I did. I got everything. And why does people listen to our show at all? Because there's no point. Everything that you're changing minds, there's no point in talking about any movie at all. Then stop recording the show. (laughs) That's what you're saying. No, I'm not. I'm trying to explain what you're missing because clearly I didn't miss anything. Everything that you're saying, I picked up. If you didn't miss anything, I what what do I say? I didn't know about everything that you're bringing up. I said I understand. I know. I'm bringing up more than you even know. What? That that her sister obviously was broken. You, I picked that up from the jump when she walked. That's in. not the point of the movie. They're both broken. Oh, that's the overt, like, obviousness. That's yeah. obvious. Yes, and they're I said broken. I got all it's the, the under- little details that they do and their characters and all the moment to moment things. Okay. That build and up I got this all of that. story. It didn't change anything. I got everything that this movie could give. I got. And it just didn't work for me as well as it could have. I still think it's a great movie, and I said that multiple times. It just it it's at its ceiling for me, and it will not go up. 
I I don't even want to see it again ever. It's fi- like if if it doesn't work in whatever way, then obviously it's not every move. A quiet place doesn't work for me. But I don't think I think calling it a cliche is just. It is a cliche story. No, that's, it's that's very think, cliche. That's where I think it's like it. This is playing out of the realm of cliches. Well, maybe for you it was, but it's not for me. But that's more of like a. I think I've seen a lot more where I don't. I think I've seen a lot more of these types of movies than you guys maybe have. Yeah, Fifty Shades. Never seen that. So. I've seen like one and two, I think. Which is the same storyline. It's not yeah, really doing not, anything. It's not new. changing anything, but that's what I'm saying. This movie falls very much in line with Fifty Shades, and I would not be surprised if Fifty Shades also was a slight adaptation from the original French book. I would not be surprised if they no, were no, Fifty Shades, Shades is an adaptation of fan fiction, fan fiction of yeah, Twilight. Twilight. <laughs> Well, they had. There's Dorian Gray is Edward Cullen. Okay, well, either way, don't care. It's been done. It's the same. It's <laughs> no, a similar storyline. No, it's not though. Have like, you seen? You haven't even ending, seen the movie, so you can't talk about. It. You ending, literally can't talk about Fifty Shades because you have nothing. You know nothing about it. But the endings are nothing alike. What was the ending of this? Was this a happy movie? Jacob, fucking Fifty Shades. I don't know. It's not like I took notes on Fifty Shades of Grey when it came out ten years ago. Even longer. I don't know when it came out. I saw it in fucking theaters, I think. But then how can you say it's a cliche? Because it's the exact it's same exa- thing. It's not, though. You can't even remember the ending. Because it's there's fucking 17 movies. They don't end because <laughs> it goes to the next one. It doesn't end perfectly because it doesn't lead. it's leading into the next one. The I cli- mean, the cliche is... Addiction is a, a cliche like, yeah. because it's, it's a... Th- it's a problem that a lot of people suffer, and it's always interesting. I said the base material. bones, the base foundation is very similar to Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, but the way it's done is yeah. The way it's I different. said it's done better. Yeah. I just I've said that. But it's explicitly. done differently too. Okay, fine. Doesn't change the bare bones. That's just because you change the skin and doesn't do the same as everything. Just because you so. change the skin and it elevate it doesn't make it. Not That's the same everything. Bare, bare bones. Everything has already been done. <laughs> Aware of that. But but Lion King isn't a sex addiction story. They're different movies. This is in the same fucking realm. They're both drama ra- like or both dr- drama they sex are driven not the movies. Same. No, that's oh my gosh, they're not the same. One is you a ha- story. Jacob, like I said, you literally can't talk I about it. I know the story of it. You haven't One, seen it. Okay, shut up for a second and let me talk. You haven't seen One it. One is a story about a guy who seduces this girl that in order seduces and then, multiple women. No, it's the main story is with the one girl though, and it's their arc of becoming into a relationship. It has nothing to do this this movie has nothing to do but with the relationship. But that's the overall length of the series. The first movie, she's like literally just a, like he pays her to have sex with him. Okay, but that's a completely different she's an story. That's a completely He gets escorts di- in the first part. That's nothing to do that's not the main thing. And of Dorian story, Gray though. was getting escorts, having a sex addiction. Sad because he wasn't getting what he wanted because he couldn't find the right one. Yeah, that's not this movie. He hasn't he's found not the right searching one. for the right he's one. He's not searching for the right <laughs> one. He says, I'm not looking for a relationship. Okay, one minor nuance is different. No, that's the oh my but the gosh. Premise I think it's kind of, the, of almost like the whole the, the premise, whole motivation behind their characters. Yeah, the premise his is, motivation is like he has none. He doesn't know what he wants. He's so lost and troubled with this addiction that he's dealing with that's like Completely and actually, engrossing Dory, his life. In Fifty Shades of Grey, he isn't looking for a relationship either. He doesn't want to be with her, but he just but ends, ends up, up which is more cliche in the realm. This one doesn't get that cliche, but there is still 
those cliche elements in this movie, just like Fifty Shades of Grey. Obviously, it's a exponentially better movie. I said that. I said that it's a better movie, and I said it's a great movie. But those nuances and those cliches that you're bringing up, I've seen before. It doesn't do anything new. It handles it better. But you're saying cliche. It's not it cliche. Is. It is for me because I've seen a movie just like it. I, I openly compared it's it. It's not like it. You haven't seen it, so you don't know. Oh my God. Name I haven't another seen either, one. Then. I would say it's probably not like it. You haven't seen it. I Name another one. You, guys say, seen say you said there's a t- ton of them. Name one There's a ton of broken rich guys that... Don't want a relationship. There's ten. Oh my god! Uh, that's f- how to lose a guy in ten days. There's another one. I mean, this 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 is not groundbreaking. This isn't breaking any. It is. No, though. it's not, Jacob. It's not groundbreaking. It's a book. It's been done before. It's an adaptation. Everything has been done before. That is not a good argument. It's an adaptation. Okay. From a movie or a book that's already been out there. This is an adaptation. Yes, it was written by a French person. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a book or movie. But there's a ton of things that were... I'm aware of that, but this isn't groundbreaking. This isn't changing anything. It's handling it better. It's 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 describing the situation better than Fifty Shades, obviously. but And it's a, a, a way better movie. But the base of this did nothing for me other than other movies have. But so it just has better 50 elements. Fifty Shades in did it. just as much for you as this movie. How do I have to say? You want me to say it again? You just said Obviously, this movie didn't do movie anything that ex- another movie hasn't done. It hasn't. It so did you're it. saying Fifty Shades did just as much for you as this movie? No, I'm, I just said it did it a lot better. But it's not. You said breaking it did nothing ground. more. It did. It did nothing new. You know, you said it did nothing I just more said than nothing any other new. movie has done before. I said it has done nothing new. It's not groundbreaking. No, I said it to handle it better. I said it. it's a lot better. It's an exponentially better movie. I said that again. And when you listen to this later, you're going to fucking hear me say this four times now. Obviously, this is a much better movie than Fifty Shades of Grey. But it didn't do anything new. It did tons new. For you. It no, didn't do anything okay. for me. You're comparing it. it. You're saying the story is the same. So, therefore, it did nothing new. But the way it dealt with it was new. Like all the ways that they showed. I don't think the conversations, the interactions, the breaking down of the character were different. I mean, breaking because one is going for one's intentions is, well, horny moms and their relationship. This intention is focusing on his psyche. It's the psychological aspect of sex addiction. Yes. I mean, yeah, totally different. Like, yeah, the bare bones, literal. Yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey is so psychologically deep. Yeah. It's not trying no, but to he's, that. he's no, like a sadomasochist fucking sex addict. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't get into his psyche. The whole about point that. of those it's movies just, it on the relationship. The it whole definitely point, gets into the a psyche. The whole point of those books are literally just for horny moms <laughs> to read and get off on. And who's to say that the original book wasn't for French moms that want to get a hard on? Because it, that's. You don't know it. that. You can't answer that. Because it's not focusing on the sex. It's so focusing on the psychological the effects movie. of What that. are you talking about the book? I'm so talking about shades. the movie. No, it's not. The book. Yeah, right. I've no. seen it. You haven't. <laughs> it's been done. A billionaire entrepreneur. A billionaire He's not rich guy. Rich. He's not that rich. He's I don't, loaded. He never, he never comes across as being he's a high. Rich. He's a high up executive in a very successful The business. money never seems that big of this part of this movie, though. Yeah. It's, it's shown that he's very he's successful. He's got a pretty modest... I mean, he has a nice apartment in New York. It's probably cost a lot, but it's a modest Yeah, apartment. it's not like a giant... He has like one bedroom apartment. In New York. 
in a upstate New York which in a loft. <laughs> yeah. That's probably a and he walks which so he does that means there's a hundred thousand other people that are way more. Sexual, and he walks everywhere and takes like a taxi and stuff, like like every other rich guy does. Yeah, but he could have got a personal driver if he's a billionaire or something. I like. I didn't say he's a billionaire. And he never he's uses rich. his money to. Yeah, it never. That's never a part of it. Like it's never has so to do with given. money in a secret sex room or there's shit. Your, there's your subtle. There's your nuance. Is there's like rich. the difference, like. He is so broken and like just trying to figure out and deal with like his addiction. He goes to that fucking gay bar like just in order to feel something because he has to. He just has to do something. He jacks off at work because he just has. That's like it's so different. Like that's the main focus is his problem and addiction with what he's trying to deal with. Not like Fifty Shades of Grey. There's no way it's about the addiction is the main part of it. It's mm. very similar. No, it's not. The no. foundation is very similar. No, you're just saying like on the most basic terms, that's like, oh, yeah, Lord of the Rings, just like Harry Potter. There's wizards in it. You know, they're trying to fight an evil guy. And no, it's I'm fantasy. Not saying that at all. Yeah, you're taking the most one notes thing from it. It's not 50 Shades is not about tro- dealing with this addiction problem. It's about a relationship and sex. This one is. Argue. Him dealing with his addiction and not uh, like successfully. I mean, why do you the whole the whole purpose of her even having sex with him in the first place is because she's poor, and it, and she considers okay. It so that definitely time. has nothing to do with it's shameful. That's completely different from this because that never happens in this. Shameful, <laughs> but it's not about the shame. It's literally the fucking title. What do you mean? Yeah. It's about the addiction, though. <laughs> I'm aware of what it's about. He has a bunch of fucking pornos in his closet that he has to throw off in a laptop that he has to clo- throw out of a That's window. him trying to deal with his addiction. Oh, yeah. He Never thinks, like, before. people just quit their drugs and, like, it, and that they think they're doing it. But then he now he's, like, he, he needs to do something. So he just, like, is spiraling down to lower levels in order to try and get something yeah, to deal addiction. with the problems he's facing in life. Yeah, it's an addiction. It's been done. Yes. Everything has been done. That is the worst possible criticism of a movie. Literally everything's been done. Everything. Sure. Even the Lord of the Rings. Plato ha- wrote a fucking story about a magic ring that turned you invisible. Sure. Thousands of years before Tolkien wrote, you know. Sure. What, why is that a criticism? Then no movie. Sh- you should never watch another movie again. Oh, psh, they fight an evil guy. Been done. <laughs> It's like it doesn't matter. Jacob, you're breaking it down like, uh, oh, there's a, there, there's a main character you're, in this movie. Guess I can't watch it. You're, you're, that's what you're saying. No, you're saying it's been done. It's it been has done. Been that's done. your criticism. It's only criticism you have is it's been done. Everything has been done. It's not about how that, that it's been done. It just didn't it's do it. How it is done, and it didn't do it that that amazingly. Great disagree. <laughs> I'm telling, like this, it's been done. This didn't break any ground for me. It did nothing for me other than it was a great movie, like a great movie to watch. It did nothing for me other than that. I think you missed it then. I don't. No, I didn't. I got everything that it had to offer. I think you Kyle it. and I literally landed the exact same fucking score. So obviously I got just as much as he did out of it. Well, I, I doesn't thought it sound was, like you liked it that much. Though. I didn't like it that much. That's what I'm saying. Though, but I still think it, it's a great put movie. What you, what you want to, not what you think you should give it. No, I couldn't. I couldn't go any lower, but I can't go any higher. Actually, I yeah. could go lower. That's what I'm I saying. I can go half a star lower. Well, it sounds like that. But I'm not going to. 
Doesn't matter. Doesn't bother me. You're comparing it to Fifty Shades of Grey, and you're <laughs> it giving is it. very comparable to Fifty Shades of Grey. Then why? And you would give Fifty Shades of Grey the same score? Jacob, do I have to say it again? You're just you're saying <laughs> the only thing good about this movie is, is te- a lot better than done. Fifty Shades of Grey. No, but you've I've given no reason why it's better other than technically. Yeah, that's the only reason why it's better. So you can give a movie that high of a score just based on its technical prowess alone and nothing to do with the that's story. What I, that's the only characters. reason why I gave 2001 any score at all. Because of its technical prowess. Yeah, but you didn't give it this score. No, because the that movie was boring as fuck. Hmm. I said the acting in this movie was great. The scenes were great. The the sound was amazing. The, the no, no, it the didn't acting break was any. amazing. It didn't break any barriers. Nothing. It did nothing for me other than it being a great movie. Nothing. Why is it a great movie then? Because of how it's done, how it's acted. Other movies can be great, not just plot alone. You can have a great movie and have a horrible plot. But this, you're not saying this was horrible. Plot was horrible. No, I'm not. But I'm saying okay. plot isn't well, everything good. and that makes a movie great. If this had a better plot, it could be a five-star movie. Easy. I didn't like the plot. What would be a plot? I didn't buy into plot, it. Though. I don't know. I'm not the director. This idea, this ideology, this plot doesn't do it for me. And it will never do it for me. This is probably as good as it'll get. And it just doesn't change. It's been, it's just so like, I've seen this movie. Obviously, this is a little bit different, but I've seen this type of movie so many times. And it falls into the same <laughs> realm. It's just not a rom-com. Hmm. It's a darker, forward, grounded movie mm. with rom-com elements. Rom-com, rom-com elements? Well, there's rom-com no elements. rom-com elements. You haven't seen enough. There is a lot of rom-com elements. It's like the, <laughs> it's the, like the opposite the of the rich playboy that's for- having a bunch of sex and can't stop. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that is not the point. See, you missed the whole point of the movie. No, it's okay. It's, it's not a about broken. This. It's a broken rich guy that has. You sound like a person sex. like oh yeah, they're just addicted to drugs. They just do a lot of drugs. No. Yeah, addiction movie. Oh, they just do a lot of drugs. They I do. mean, it does sound like a surface. That is a drug critique or or just representation because I don't even think he's I wouldn't call him a rich playboy. I just think he's a successful man that does. He has this problem he's viewed as a playboy. Sorry. Like he can pull like, yeah, he can pull girls because he's successful and, and good looking, but he doesn't like I feel like he just only like he satisfies his needs when well, which is like all the time. But yeah, obviously he's going to go for that like. It's like calling him a playboy. Like I feel like playboy and like this guy that just is literally just fulfilling base needs as we see because he goes down to doesn't have to be women to fill those needs. Like there's a his difference. coworker is a playboy. Yeah, exactly. James Badgill is a playboy. Does he look he like he's not. nothing like him? Because like he well, lies. you have to have your stark contrast. He lies and says things to his sister just to get to sleep with her. Right? Like he's like being a fuckboy playboy. And like he, well, you have he's to have just being con- himself. You have to have the contract. He's just being himself, and he can pull girls, but he's literally just it's like the fulfilling difference these between needs. someone who uses Adderall or something because they want to have a good time, and somebody who gets it. addicted to it because they, when they're like go through a bad spell, they need it and something. Like there's a huge difference there. Well, you have to have a stark contrast. No, I'm saying you have that's have, the difference. You have to have so. his buddy to show the difference between the two. But. 
Well, that's what's it. So you're saying there is a difference because you're calling him a playboy over and over, but he is I'm not. I don't think he I is a playboy. I literally said that one time, not over and over. Well, and rich playboy comparing him to Dorian Gray and... And he is viewed as a playboy. Yeah. You, okay. I can view Jacob as a playboy or I can he view is. him as anything I want, but what is that like... What is he actually? That's what the movie is. That's what the movie is trying to explore. Is what is he actually? He is this. Literally, just like every action, everything he does is in service of these needs, which is what I mean. What addiction is. And when times start getting hard for him, he dives into it deeper and deeper, and then he just starts spiraling. And then finally, he gets to a breaking point because he's like, "I don't want to do this. I don't want to be that, but I have to because that's who I." Does am. he reach a breaking point though? Yeah, he breaks down because he's literally at the very last scene. He is himself still. That's that's the which that's, is, that's the movie. The very cliche. <laughs> there you go. Which that's is the, also very no, like the cliche would be him. <laughs> yeah, getting breaking better. the addiction. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my god! I would no, puke the, in my mouth. I would. I think it. I, there's no good way to end it. Honestly, this because so they, <laughs> they they were both were like if he would have broke the addiction, it would have been, a, and the fact that he was still doing the same thing with the same girl, I'm like, no. What? It's the same girl that he was looking at in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, but he sees that she's there is like a there is like an ambiguity to the ending. Like he sees yeah. she's married and it changes things. Yeah, no, he it, saw her. She was married at the beginning. Look at his face, though. Look at the nuance. He doesn't know that. Look she's at married. his yes, expression. Yes, he does. When she stands up, she has a ring on it. Focuses, zooms right in the That's ring. That's the ending. Ending. They do it the be- first scene too. I don't think so. Bet me three thousand dollars and I'll put it on the TV right now. When she walks up, she she grabs the handle. The, she grabs the bar the exact same way as the last scene. They show but the exact same thing. I'm just talking about the nuances. He just face. doesn't approach her the second time. But look at his face. Like in the well, first one, know. he's kind of like right. sm- He's kind of like smiling back. And this one, he's like trying to fight how he is feeling in the beginning. He's you can see it on his face that he's trying to fight that impulse. He sees okay. the ring and he's like. No, but he it, smirks it, at just the end. in his face. No, he doesn't. When it ends, he's like smirking. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah, I don't. F- I I'm, I would second guess the ring thing, but I definitely don't. He's the not ring smirking. thing is a thousand percent. Okay, no, but the smirking thing. Oh. No, he has a straight face versus the first time he is smirking, and that's showing. He's kind of like trying to question. So he then broke. The, then he did break the addiction. And the movie's ruined. No, we're. It's ambiguous. You don't know what he ends up doing. He could. That's why it's so good because he could just be sitting there. He's like, maybe he does it anyway. And now you can see in his face, he doesn't necessarily want to. He knows that he has a different outlook, but he maybe he's going to end up doing it anyway because that's addiction. I don't know if he had a different outlook. You. You can tell in the face. I don't know because he tra- it shows the ring, but he doesn't see it. But that's it zooms the point into of the ring. But that's the point is that he doesn't see it. He is already standing up to make a move on her by the time it shows the ring. So, and this time he's being more considerate. The whole point the of the scene is, is different shown. than context. Yes, no fucking shit. But he uh, that that's changes the, the entire scene is that if he knows the, the ring is there and he yeah. he doesn't know it's there in the first part in the first scene, he knows it's there in the. I don't in know how end. you don't notice it because look I how quickly. He, he doesn't notice it. He's first. He's impulsive. Up. He's just. He's not fighting the urge so at all. So then it's like corny. No. Like how, who? How is okay, it Okay. Here, here's here's Kyle's logic in Quiet Place. How do you not notice if a girl has a ring on her finger? How do you not notice that? Because I notice it. I I go every day. And notice there's a ring on someone's finger. How does he notice it? 
Because he's not paying attention. Oh, he's not. Character. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. No, that's no, it's his okay in this movie. Is that he didn't? He no, didn't we could do that. No, that. I said I'd nitpick this movie well, too. I'm we not. Do that too. Oh, I gave him. I gave him. Both no, I'm doing thing. Kyle's logic. Well, how do you not notice the rings on a finger? Do you know you notice the ring on a finger? You would notice the ring on a finger because the camera moves to it. Oh, like, but oh, because he he's not watching the camera. A, he's oh, okay. not watching a screen. No, we only know what he sees. Gotcha. No, I see. We only he only sees what we see. No, he doesn't see what because the see. camera doesn't pan in on the ring. You don't you don't know if it's there or not. Well, yeah, he wasn't looking. She, he wasn't looking when she, for it. Okay, but that's nitpicking. I would notice a ring on a finger. Maybe he didn't notice it, or maybe he just didn't care in the beginning. And he he's tra- trying to develop later at the end, and he notices, and now he's questioning what he should do, mm-hmm. and that you just get that on his face that he's questioning what he should do. It doesn't state that he's not going to do it. It doesn't state that he is like is going to stop himself from doing that. That just left with that questioning look on his face and a nice ending. Are you? Mm-hmm. What was my favorite scene? Oh, I was just talking about a lot of the long scenes in general. The running scene. I liked that a lot. I also love that when it went back to him running back and the difference in the urgency because in the first time he was running he was running away from his sister because of what she was doing and the next long running scene it was him running towards his sister hoping she was okay cool mm-hmm. he was was he running away from his yeah, sister? yeah because she t- went up with that guy and he's saying about the elevator and that time he wanted the elevator like take longer so he's like sitting there and then he does that and then he goes up and he changes and leaves Versus this time he's like, come on, like hoping for the elevator, hurry up. And he's running all the way there. Because he thinks up. his sister's dead. Yeah, I know. But it shows the difference between it's just. Yeah, but nice I don't think he was running from his sister. He was running from the fact that she was having sex with his friend. Well, that's yeah, what that's saying. what I'm saying. Yeah, but running from his sister is like him avoiding the situation. Like he trying was to avoid him. her. He was trying to no, avoid he was her. trying to avoid the situation. He was trying to avoid her and, and he the was, situation. And, he was also and this is him here. Sex trying to face to it. The situation. So he has to run away because he's like, he's like getting the sound, hearing sex. So he's got to, he's got to get rid, he's got to expel his, his fucking addiction. Did you think it was because of that? I thought it was more because it was his sister. No, I, yeah. I definitely think it was part of that too. I, I, I didn't get that. Yeah. Why would he be turned on by his sister? He's turned on by sex and as no, a whole. I think he was disgusted because she was doing that. I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, he the way he talks to her and says things like yeah, he's that like kind of sounds like yeah. that. Yeah, she calls herself a slut, doesn't she? No, and then no. well, she's like, you talk to me based on what you did, and then he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. she's like, how can you say that about me when you are the way you are or something like that? Yeah, which was the best scene? Oh yeah, yeah the, with the cartoon and they're talking yeah, back and forth. Exactly, yeah, the cartoon. It. Like, it makes no <laughs> sense why he's watching this, but like that like showing that is like you know a like childlike imagery and then their conversation and it's all shot from behind yeah them. it was such a good scene yeah yeah oh yeah i called it. i still got it before <laughs> you said it and the writing and everything there it's yeah. so good mm-hmm. loved it could definitely go up on a rewatch for could sure go down on a rewatch for me you should just go down now because there's no way this is a four for you yeah <laughs> Where you're talking. I don't think it was that great. But a four by a definition. That great. That great. <laughs> like that great. To put it any higher. I do love how it looks also. 
Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. All of his movies are though. Like, but I mean, that makes even sense. my least slave. favorite of his movies. I still think look. Did he amazing. do Selma too? No. He just did Twelve Years a Slave, right? He did Twelve Years a Slave, Hunger, Shame, Widows. Oh, Widows. And yeah, something that was okay. else, I think. Uh, but yeah, this was the All best movie I've seen by him. I think. No, he only done this four. It was four. Okay, cool. Got it. Nailed it. Um, this is his lowest rated. I don't care. Did you ever find out if this Great. was the original we movie? Didn't or even no? tr- I mean, we haven't touched on the sex elements. A lot of titty shots. Michael Fassbender, Hank's dong a lot. <laughs> I thought so. That wasn't a prosthetic. No, could have been. Maybe. Who's, who's, I mean, who's I'm just like, damn. <laughs> He's a He's shower. Like a horse walking around. He's a shower. <laughs> what? He's a shower, maybe. He wasn't. He was peeing in the toilet. It was just like <laughs> slapping his knees. <laughs> yeah. I, I just thought. It, I was just like, is that, that prosthetic? Irish blood. Yeah. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Episode sixty nine. Holy shit. Yep. Lots of hanging brain. Love to see it. <laughs> if it was real, definitely even more props. Yeah. Congrats to him. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I feel like Fastbender would do it. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah I thought it was. was. Yeah. I mean, especially if that's, you know, that's real. Can you imagine peeing on camera? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't pee at a sporting event next to two other people. <laughs> or on camera. <laughs> you mean like those trough style urinals or you're just all like, I mean, any the of same them one? Like super tight. And there's no divider. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just like sitting there. Like, I got to pee like really bad and then I'll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then it'll come out. Or be like slightly buzzed and you're like, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, ratings out of five stars. I gave it a four and a half. Give it a four. Or 3.5 maybe. Probably a 3.5. <laughs> I gave it a heavy four. I think it will probably That's definitely a, go up yeah. on a rewatch. Okay, well, let's get into what else uh, we watched. Does anybody have anything? I can go quick through the one I watched. Okay. So I watched a Thai movie. Which I thought was first, but apparently not my first Thai movie. I was seeing Ong Bak, two of them, and they're both Thai. And so it's probably my third Thai movie I've ever seen. And, you know, just uh, I was a huge fan of, like, especially around this time. It came out in 2008, by, uh, directed by Safone Sakta I don't know how I pronounce it. I'm not even going to try. There's only like five people listed here, so... But anyway, I used to love Asian horror because I thought it was so much better than Western horror at this time, especially Grudge Ring, which ring you could argue, you know, the Grudge and Ring were both American, but based on Asian horror. But I went on a huge binge. That's when I started watching The Wailing and then uh, the original Ringu, Kaito. Like, there's so many good. I just loved the feeling of Asian horror, even though they were kind of similar, but they just were good and the kind of horror I loved and decided, heard about this one. It was a recommendation and I'm like, why not? I haven't watched enough international movies recently, especially since we started this really watch a lot less than I normally do. And it was fun. It was a good time. It was a very very much in that realm right (laughs) doesn't try a lot of jump scares doesn't try to do anything too crazy but effective in what it does it was 
acted poorly. And I could even tell that even though it was Thai, you know, a lot of times we have trouble when it's mm-hmm. another language. No, I could tell these, the main character, the main guy was horrible. In general, everyone was okay. Alice was not horror. Uh, they were all pretty bad, but they probably aren't actors. This feels like a student film almost. It didn't look terrible. The makeup and stuff was w- well done for what it was. It had some nice scares in there. A lot of jump scares, which is pretty on point with this type of movie. And uh, it is not maybe as high as I gave it, but I, I had to give it some for heart. You could definitely tell the person who made this is a fan of the genre and he really cared about what he's doing. And he made a story that was effective and somewhat interesting. It was uh, basically it was a haunted film, you know, kind of similar. We go to like uh, the ring. Right. And basically, if you saw this film, then you would be haunted by the person in it, which in this case was an actress who she kept getting shit upon because she was really bad at looking like she was being strangled to death. And the director kept getting mad at her. He's like, just come on one more take, one more take. And then the safety strap, whatever that's called. I forgot what that's called. I should know that broke. So she actually hung and they're like, wow, this looks great. (laughs) And then she actually died and they kept it in the movie. So now she's haunting the movie. So anybody who watches it gets haunted by her because she actually died and they put it in the film for people to enjoy. And so she kills them. And that's basically it, you know, but it was enjoyable. I definitely had a good time watching it. Can't say it was, I don't really want to watch it again, but I mean, you're right on the average. Both. Sides. Yeah. I mean, again, though, it's, it was very poorly acted, but the makeup was decent. You know, I had the scares. It's, what it was. It's exactly what I wanted did to watch. Did you look up who the director, what he did? No. He you know he wrote? No. Both Shutters, original and the new one. Well, that's interesting because I did like Shutter. He didn't direct it, but he wrote it. The first Shutter back in 2004. Oh, I never saw the original. I only saw the... The new one? Yeah. They're, he did both of them. I the didn't new one's see way a worse. Thai version. Is not the original. The original is the time. They made an English one, right? Yeah, it's an American version. Shutter, yeah, with um, oh, the guy from fucking Dawson's Creek, I think. Joshua Jackson. Yeah, I think he's in it. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. I didn't see the Thai ones, but maybe I will now. But he's the, so he wrote the original, and obviously this one is, so he has like a credit for this the new one too. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, that's what it feels like. And if you like those kind of movies, you're gonna have a good time watching this movie. It's in Thai. Yeah. So, yeah, you you will have a good if these if you like these kind of movies, this is perfect for you. If you don't like those kind of movies or you're on a fence about these kind of movies, it's probably not going to change your mind. Hour and a half. Yeah, it's short, digestible, good time. So Shudder is it Shudder originally was a Thai film? Yeah, yeah I didn't know that. One, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, never that. mind. These are just sequels. <laughs> because the American the American remake of Shudder is directed by a Japanese guy who yep, did yep, Juan, yep. who did some of the Juans, yep. which <laughs> were great. Isn't that weird though? Yeah. That's like a Thai film, but yeah, my, Japanese yep. directed hey, the American sense. remake. I mean, who did I'm sure <laughs> Japanese inspired this because it's very much feels like like a Juan type yeah. movie. Yeah, very much. Which those are better, not all of them. But well, I'll say this: the guy that did it was like. 
four, probably like the fourth or fifth one. Yeah. I and don't know. Ringu. It was called Juan the final chapter, so who is knows better what number that too. is. <laughs> a lot better, but though I will say the ring is better than the original. Oh yeah. Right, Ringu. So see the original, yeah. They're both good, but definitely Naomi Watts kills it. Yeah. The ring is better. I would say the grudge eh, it's probably on par with Juan. But the sequels, Juan, are better than the sequels of the Grudge. <laughs> the newest Grudge was cool. Hell no. That was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Is that it? Yep. Cool. I give it a, did I say my score? I give it a three. So. Three out of five. Cool. Three. Anything else? I don't have anything. No, because I fucking didn't watch yep. our premium. So that's what we're going to get into now. Uh, so we will be recording the premium today. So... By the time this comes out, it will have been recorded. So look for that on our uh, Bandcamp, sudsandcinema.bandcamp.com. Might put it on Podbean too. I need to catch up on the Podbean ones. I just it's harder to harder to do for Podbean. You have to create a whole new channel and all this bullshit. Um, so our premium this time is was Jacob's pick. It was um, Guillermo del Toro. Uh, and His we did older movies, so we could see yep, the progression. We did four films. We did Kronos, Mimic. Devil's Backbone and Pan's Labyrinth, and, uh, and so it's my pick next. So might as well announce it here on the show. Jacob was just saying that he hasn't seen enough foreign films mm-hmm. as of late. So I have a special surprise for you, Jacob. We're doing all foreign films. We're gonna do a trilogy. Well, it's not a trilogy. Three films uh, from Tarkovsky. We're gonna do Solaris, Mirror, and Stalker. Yay. They're all pretty long, so that's why we're only doing three. Uh, this will be... Mirror, well, Mirror's not very long. Um, but yeah, this will, we'll call it part one, because we might want to revisit um, some of his other movies. He's, He's got, got 12. a lot of them. I mean, a lot of bangers, though. Oh. But we're going to do those three, because they're from the 70s. Uh, they're probably his most well-known films, I would say. Besides maybe, um, I think Andrei Rublev is probably up there. Did he direct that? Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. Rublev? Yep. Oh yeah, just Rublev. Um, so no, yeah. it's Andre Rub. Okay, you, it's Rublev, not Rublev. Okay, either way. Russian, my Russian. You know. <laughs> um, yeah, so that will be uh, next premium. So look out for that. All right. Uh, if you want to ask us a question or send us a comment, you can email us at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail You can follow us on Instagram at sudsandcinemapodcast. I'm on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. I'm on both of those as JSAL517. That's J-S-A-L-517. And I'm on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. Um, theaters are dead cinema is dead that's why this is the last episode of Suds and Cinema so we are now Suds and Streaming I was going <laughs> to say Suds and Streaming <laughs>